0: 500 years ago he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck and upon the skull of the man who killed his dad he said i'm mad i must eradicate piracy injustice and cruelty and all my sons will follow me so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die the The ghost who walks enemies
1: G'day everybody, and for those who are coming late, you're listening to X-Band the Phantom Podcast. My name is Jerm- uh, Jermaine, almost forgot my name there, and tonight I'm joined by Dan. How are you, mate?
2: Yeah, very good, Jermaine. It's, uh, it's a great time of year, finals time. Um, I'm experiencing that for the first time in a long time, the happiness in September
1: uh, come football finals. So, yeah, pleasure to be here on a Saturday night. And we're talking about your AFL team and not the teams that you coach, of course. <laughs> well, I
2: coach a number of teams, as, as some people may know. <laughs> uh, one of them narrowly avoided the wooden spoon last week, but we won the premiership with the other one last night. So, uh, local footy's is awesome
1: as well. <laughs> oh, okay, Well, yeah, I guess you take that. Yes, yeah. I, I guess it's a way of kind of hedging your bets, isn't
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> you coach enough teams, one of them's got to win.
1: <laughs> yes. So, um, Stephen's not with us tonight. He is planning a um, a mecha trip of his own, I guess you could call it. He's actually on his way to Ireland. Um, and we're actually going to send him on a job while he's over there. So, hopefully, we can, <laughs> can learn a bit what more that about like, that. <laughs> <laughs> So, hopefully, we can learn a little bit more about that uh, in the coming months. But tonight, I'm I'm really excited about tonight. Um, We've kind of touched upon this subject a couple of times with uh, Kevin Patrick, with his um, thesis uh, book, and then also when we were interviewing um, uh, the Cholam movie, which was the um, movie that was made by a couple of uh, Indian fanboys. So... Tonight, what we're talking about, we're talking about India and how the phantom has influenced India and how India has influenced the phantom. So it could be pretty, it could be an exciting, uh, well, it will be an exciting listen. We're also doing videos so you can see our ugly mugs. And um, to do that, there's no point in myself and Dan talking about India because I don't think neither of us have actually ever stepped foot in India and... We're a bunch of white boys, so that would be a huge disservice to do that. So what we've done is we've got one of the uh, one of the most prominent or prominent uh, Indian collectors of the Phantom, but also of other comics from uh, the country. So um, today we're going to be talking with Swarut Chand. Um, How are you, sir? Hi, Jamin. I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, before Jermaine goes on, can we confirm that he got your name right? Because we're not... Yeah, that's what I not, wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's close.
1: So that's close? Not yeah. bad for a white boy?
3: We'll
2: take
1: that.
3: <laughs> not bad at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so. is correct. Chan. Okay. So, so first of all, tell us how old you are. 42. 42?
2: That's a great age, Swaroop. Very, very <laughs> great age. 1977 was a fantastic year. <laughs> so,
1: it's Are kind of ironic.
2: Little... Oh, yes, I am. Okay. Jermaine, Jermaine's the very, very young man who was born in the early 80s. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
1: um, kind of ironic looking at the two of These He's both 42 and one's got a full head of hair and the other one has no full <laughs> head of hair. So... um. <laughs> I reckon it's probably got something to do with Swaroop's only got a boy and you've got girls, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: all make choices there. Uh.
1: <laughs> so, Swaroop, so tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into collecting comics, The Phantom, um, and just, yeah, tell us a bit, a bit about yourself, how you grew up with it, when did you first get introduced to The Phantom and, and, and stuff like that? Sure. Um
3: Okay. Uh, before that, it just struck me when you're talking about setting up this uh, video call for the first time, it just struck me that we've known each other, what, Jermaine? uh five years
1: now? And I think this, it, I th- yeah, I think it this might be a little bit longer than that. And we talk yes. what? We talk what? Every day, I would say?
3: Definitely. Right? Including Sundays. So, and this is the first time we are speaking over voice or video. Yes. Amazing isn't it? I mean, and yet we have traded what more than hundred items?
1: Uh we've traded probably for a good five, six years. I've just yeah. sent you a parcel this week and then I just picked <laughs> you up something today as well. So, Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it
4: just
3: struck me the way the collectors have used social media to, you know, deepen their networks and um, expand their collections. Incredible, isn't it? We didn't have to speak ever so far. And yet we have traded maybe 100 items, 100 phantom items.
2: Do you mean yes. not even audio? This, I, I heard yeah. video. Did you say not, you'd never even actually spoke audio before together?
3: Not even audio. Wow.
2: wow. Just, just all messenger basically.
3: Yes. Basically. All messenger.
2: Yeah.
3: Incredible yeah. isn't it? Because you keep reading the experts say that, you know, social network became social media and social media is becoming, it's transforming into social commerce. And yet collectors have done this for years, probably even before social commerce was a thing.
2: Mm. Yes. What yeah. are, just a, a completely aside from India, just a collector question. Um, we would talk to older collectors who who almost bemoan how easy it is for um, us today. Twenty years ago, 20, 30 years ago, you had to have pen pals and wait months or travel to different countries. Um, do you hear that in India, Swarup, or, or or online? And what's your response to it?
3: Yes, I do, and I think uh, they had it uh, definitely. They had it a little bit hard uh, those days um emails and forums i think uh, made it a little more easier but then um, there are good things too because um the number of indian collectors getting interested in overseas comics take the example of fru uh, because of social media uh, is, is definitely increased i'm quite quite mm. confident it has increased and there are some reasons behind it we can touch upon it later when you come to india but definitely social media has helped
1: mm. yeah yeah Cool, yeah, no, it's very interesting. So, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, buddy. Right,
3: sure. So, comics, uh, I think, started very early because, uh, interesting, uh, my mom had a, uh, she owned a library. She owned and ran a library. So, it's it's not uncommon in India for private, uh, I mean, people to own libraries as a private business. Uh, You do have one or two government libraries in every city or town, but uh, it was once upon a time, very common, 80s, 90s now they still exist, but declining in numbers. So she owned and owned a library. And the timing was 4 to 8pm of the timing of the library was just 4 to 8pm in the evening, which meant all the new arrivals came straight home. And so I had access to comics uh, all the time. I mean, they were all all around me, I don't remember owning a single storybook. But I definitely had a lot of comics around me, I think it started there. uh, Later during my school days, maybe ninth grade or a uh, couple of years, I ran the library myself, my mom got busy with other things. So I ran the library for two or three years, little bit of a boring job, to be honest, because you're just sitting, not a very, <laughs> very, not a very large library. There was no need of CCTV. Those days you just sit in a desk and you know monitor what's going on, but which meant a lot of free time. So that was my first paid gig. I was paid a salary for that. and all I did was read. <laughs> so basically, uh, around the mid 90s, I think she sold the library. And I didn't think much about it that time. She needed the money also. So I didn't keep anything much. I did keep a couple of 100 comics. Uh, I still have them, but I didn't really try hard to keep. They were easily about 15,000 comics in that library. Wow! So I didn't keep many because I, I thought was, uh, she, she needed the money. What I did not know at that time was she was really making money out of the books, not the comics. So whoever bought a big chunk of books, she was giving like 100 comics free to those guys. <laughs> had, I kn- had I known that, I would have kept a little, you know, a few more boxes.
2: Okay. So, so, <laughs> so did you keep mostly um, Phantoms or a range of other comics? And did you collect them at the time because they were your favorite stories or because you saw value in them?
3: Uh, No, uh, definitely for the stories and a a few for the nostalgia of the library. Uh, So it was majority uh, Indrajals, which meant a mix of Phantom and other, other characters as well, but primarily Indrajals, I kept about hundred of them and then the hundred of other mixed Archies and other, uh, Mm. other mixed mixed uh, comics. So then uh, I moved out, uh, started working in Bangalore and I started buying comics in bunches of 10, 20, 30 uh, back issues. Just as a way of unwinding after work, and then I think that's when the bug bit me to a certain extent. Um, Started, um, uh, you know, reading them multiple times. Started uh, enjoying that. I'm building up a a collection. The hunt started getting a little bit fun as well. You know, (laughs) a point comes when (laughs) when you enjoy the hunt as much as reading a book, right? (laughs) Yes.
1: I think, we all, I think we all suffer from that where the hunt's probably more, more, more actual fun than the actual item yeah. that you get.
3: Yeah, you do feel an empty, emptiness when you finish a series, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, what do I do now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I think um, uh, that's what around 2001, 2002, I think I started collecting them again. But I really got into it very seriously, I think, around 2010, 11. Uh, I was just doing it as a, I was not going out for it. I was somewhere mm. I see a bookshop, I, I pick up a few comics, but then I really started going out for it somewhere in the 2010. Mm. Uh, so uh, that's how it started. I think um, the library uh, which the family uh, owned and me running the library for two or three years, I think had a big, big reason
1: I, why I started collecting comics. Mm. Mm. So tell us, um, how did you wife? What does your wife think about your collection? She actually, <laughs> actually, is quite supportive. You know, you know, uh,
3: she's got a big benefit now. The last five years, Father's Day, anniversary, birthday—it doesn't matter. Mm. She just gives me cash. <laughs>
4: it's
3: become pres- gifting so easy for her, and I think that's one of the positives she's taken from from the collection. So, and she, she's sure she c- cannot find me something. So, you know, here take the money and buy something for yourself.
4: (laughs) Yes. So she enjoys Um, that
3: bit. She enjoys not hunting for gifts. Uh, She's quite supportive to be honest. And um, I think I was a bit conscious of the cost involved uh, when buying overseas. Yes. And obviously you have to consult. You have to uh, talk about this. I think she, in fact, pushed me to go for it because, uh, you know, obviously you can optimize. You can. Send your parcels to a friend, and then he can collect over a few months. <coughs> and then Send you a big box, but even then, shipping is um, shipping can get expensive when you buy from overseas. And it, not to mention, yeah. customs duties is quite uh, high in India, and they they are quite uh, uh, you know uh, quite particular about charging you.
0: Mm. It's about fifteen percent
3: mm. for comics, and fifteen percent of the value of the of the package. So yeah. considering all those, uh, I, I was. Not quite sure if I have to really go out for it. I think she she did push me.
2: Okay. Yeah. So can you can you categorise yourself as a collector or do you mostly collect comics or figures or art or what's the scope of your collection? I guess. And secondary to that, I guess, um, um, can you give some some sense of the scale of your of your collection as well, like how many comics, how much art, that sort of thing, just to just to give people a bit of perspective and and for us all to. I guess we all love to hear about other people's collections and the way they go about it too.
3: Sure. So, um, I started off as a uh, comic collector only and, um, I collected basically four favorite heroes, uh, the Phantom, Tintin, Mandrake, also Lee Falk, and, um, uh, an Indian character called Bahadur. So I was only collecting comics right now. My range of collection includes also comic art and uh, comic figurines. Figurines is a slightly uh, different collection compared to the rest of my comics because I'm trying to collect as many different comic characters as possible. Right now, I I think I'm close to 200 different characters, Uh, Disney and, uh, you know,
2: Mm
4: -hmm.
3: the That's uh, the figurines. Yeah, figurines. So the Disney ones, Phantom ones, uh, Marvel DC and uh, Masters of the Universe. So I have, I like to collect at least one per character. So that is a separate theme. Merchandise, not much. Uh, I collect only two things right now. It's a slippery slope. German, I think (laughs) is partly responsible for getting me into it.
1: So so,
3: so I do collect a little bit of merch now, uh, Phantom and Tintin only. Tintin, unfortunately, is too expensive. So I'm going slow on that. I think my merchandise collection of phantom is picking up, uh, picking up pace in the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of uh, scale, I think about 15,000, 17, 16,000 comics, uh, mostly Indian, uh, about 60, 70% Indian. Uh, in terms of phantom comics, uh, probably about 4,000 phantom comics,
1: mm-hmm. 4,000 so phantom comics.
3: Yeah. I think around four thousand four thousand five hundred is my uh, guess. The highlight of the collection is um, uh, a near complete New Zealand uh, series. They have five fifty six I, I think I'm missing only three now
1: oh well wow, wow. Uh, and who, that's probably, that's probably the hard, one of the hardest series to collect um, it is like i've I've talked to you know like obviously a couple of mutual friends like Les. Uh, Ian Crawford and uh, even Renee White and even Glenn Ford I guess um, I think it was Renee and Glenn only recently filled there in uh, New Zealand when they um, uh, took over through. and then I think Les had a, had a complete set or was he missing one? He was missing one but then I
3: think uh, somewhere in 2018 he did complete uh, uh, the set that, that's what mm. uh, I last heard from him
1: yeah, and I know Ian Crawford. I'm not sure if you've dealt with Ian Crawford, but yes, I know I even I know even he has. Um, I think he's missing about three or four as well. So they're probably they're probably the hardest set to collect.
3: Definitely, and I think um, this Robert from Australia. I think he he's close to completing his set. Um, I I was told there are probably four complete sets. Yeah. Oh well. Wow. So um, the I'm missing three hard numbers so I'm not sure if I can ever finish it but then yeah getting so close was good the only um, uh, way uh, you can do that is uh, by talking to another collector I don't think Mm. you can do it from a dealer because when you collect New Zealand you end up with so many extras that you can really seed off uh, somebody else's collection by 50 percent I did that to another collector in India and he started off through me uh, ended up getting uh, you know uh, about 200 plus comics of New Zealand
1: Mm-hmm. yeah so what's what's the appeal with New Zealand comics
3: ah interesting a good question actually uh, I don't think I've said this to many people before I really like the uh the khaki olive green um costume on the covers I think that that's the most realistic color you can uh think of for a for a hero who's living in the jungle right
1: what purple <laughs> doesn't work <laughs>
3: ah, it doesn't really, no, not really not, not a good
4: cover. so yes,
3: I like purple because india India use purple also, but i I like green a lot, so that was one thing the color the covers were unique, they used yeah. the panels of course, mm. but um, still very unique um, colorful uh, uh covers, so that's what uh, mm. uh, started me off. also the fact that uh, there was very little editing except customizing a little for the New Zealand market. Uh, and I think yeah, I think that, that, that's what really started me getting into New Zealand comics. And then I spoke to a couple of friends who were also looking at completing their sets and that really helped me get close.
4: Mm.
1: So you also collect, uh, you've also collect frees, I believe you've got, uh, what's your free collection like?
3: Uh, everything uh, 500 and above. Yeah. Mm. So That's I have uh, Nick, Nick is Nick Gordon is helping me run my subscription. I'm usually a year behind because I wait for a whole year to uh, you know mm-hmm. for him to send me the parcel again yeah. uh, optimize on shipping. Uh, so uh, but yeah, everything till date from 500 onwards, I do have yeah. some below 500 about maybe 100 comics.
1: And you read Do you raid your furs when you get them?
3: Yes, I do. Uh, in, I have a little slow now last two years so running a startup. Uh, it's a bit hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I did read the uh, read the Princess Sin series. I liked it, to be honest. I didn't yet. I have I have not yet read the Twenty uh, Second Phantom. Uh, the take on the Twenty Second Phantom. Uh, so yeah, I'm I, I'm a little behind, but. I try to read I Asmin, mean, yes. The last mm-hmm. couple
2: of years, they've really started to come out in a hurry too, haven't they, with the extra supplements, The Phantom's World and Giant Size and Kid Phantom. Um, I presume you're getting those as well and, and suddenly oh, the yes. stack of comics is, is much oh.
1: higher than it used to be. He's a completist. Yes. He's a completist. <laughs> I suspected.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and and your, your, your Comic-Con, your Supernova, is so expensive in the last two years.
2: Yes, because
3: they come out with so many things, and you know, you have to get them all right. So, yes, (laughs) I think the only thing I didn't pick was the $200 special edition um, hardcover book that they came out with. Still tempted, but I have stayed (laughs) away for now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a beautiful book, but it's (laughs) just like you know you've got to try and justify it to yourself and then you've got to try and justify it to the wife. Oh, yes. <laughs>
3: very tempted. Very, very tempted.
1: So, where are you with your uh, Indra Jail collection?
3: I'm shy of...
1: Have you... Because...
3: I think I'm shy by uh, 20 comics. I'm missing the okay. hardest ones, uh, number one and two.
1: Yeah. And so, for those who haven't i suppose those who don't really know what we're talking about indrajal's uh a, a it was, just tell us a little bit about indrajal and then um then i might get you to talk a little bit about some of the languages that it came with and, and stuff like that as well because that's quite an interesting uh, topic sure uh indrajal was
3: um, the first real comic series that um, uh, you know that India was introduced to. And that was the first real comic series. there have been a a, technically not the first comic Phantom in the number one. Uh, There have been a couple of other comics before, but a real comic series that was the first
2: just when when was that when was number one,
3: 1964,
2: 64.
3: And the first uh, 30 comics were all comics, uh, all phantoms. Uh, They later uh, got in Mandrake and other characters. Uh, Yet in the end, uh, out of the eight hundred and three comics, more than fifty percent are the Phantom. Four
1: hundred and fourteen, so, just to be exact. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. I keep getting confused. Four, not four, or four on four. <laughs> yeah. And so, so when um, you say
2: twenty to go, do you mean twenty to go Phantoms or twenty to go Injigals all up? Overall. Hmm.
3: Overall, twenty to go. So about uh, seventeen or eighteen of them Phantoms.
2: Right. Okay.
3: Maybe, maybe 16 of them phantoms. Yeah. Right, okay. So uh, it's a, it's a, it's an iconic series for a lot of uh, collectors, A, because it's the first, um, B, because yeah. they put in a lot of effort. And I think um, I know some of the topics you want to touch upon later, uh, thanks to your, uh, the post you made on uh, Facebook, asking people to, uh, you know, uh, come up with questions. Uh, but uh, maybe we can elaborate on that later. But they did some excellent work in terms of coloring every comic. Um, and that is something that is underappreciated uh, of Times of India Benetton, and the guys who came up with Indrajal because it was a big effort, it was expense they had to manage cost in a price sensitive market like India
4: mm. but
3: yet uh, coloring was um, uh, uh, an important feature they loaded, uh, loaded it with a lot of backup content that led to a downside uh, which is one of the biggest downsides or cribs that uh, collectors have on Indrajal which is they butcher the stories the, story sh- uh, the phantom stories especially where extremely shortened Mandrake as well. And but on the upside, for the Indian collectors, there was a lot of backup content Indian as well as uh, international like, uh, Henry, Little King, etc. So that was another uh, uh, quality that people loved about Indrajal. Uh, And lastly, I think what you're going to ask me next is the languages. They took the effort of translating it to at least nine languages that is known to us. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it had to be a massive effort, isn't it uh, yeah. translating so many comics across nine languages, uh, yet retaining the, uh, the spirit of the story. And they did that. I think it was the smart thing to do. It was a risk, but it was a smart thing to do. Uh, I personally believe without that, it would have been a no go. The series yeah. would have died much sooner because in 1964, uh, not a big percentage of India would have, uh, was speaking English. Not like now, now at least
2: how many so dialects that, are there in English in India? Sorry. Uh, Official
1: or unofficial? <laughs> well, either.
3: Wikipedia says uh, over a thousand.
1: Right. Yeah, right. I'm not. And certain. so they, I presume, the nine
2: were the nine biggest then, nine most popular?
3: Uh, y- yes, almost. I think there, there may be one or two exceptions. I think they would have done some research about uh, reading habits and, you know, uh, the, the people who, the cultures who are known or uh, know to have a reading Habitat yeah, syndrome, okay. but otherwise more or less, yes, more or less uh, the nine most popular because uh, there's one particular language which uh, German and I are both after, uh, which is Arabic. And that is not really a big language in terms of number of people who speak uh, that language in the country. Right. In, fact, in fact, very small yet they did that. And my guess is my theory is that they probably were uh, uh, looking to expand to the Middle East market. Mm. And maybe they were targeting that market. That's what, that's why they're translating uh, Mm. Arabic.
4: Mm.
1: So how, so just for the looking at fandom wiki, so we've got English, Hindu, I want to butcher all of these, uh, G, U, J, J yeah, uh, Mara. You might, you might be best okay. Have you got yeah. Wikipedia in front of you? <laughs> yeah, you,
3: you, you're looking at phantom wiki or you're looking at...
1: Yeah, uh,
2: look at Indiana phantom Google? wiki. Jane yeah. pretty much 99% of the time is looking at phantom wiki.
3: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I mean at work.
3: <laughs> I, I actually uh, uh, have a secret wish that I have for you guys. Maybe, Maybe a little later I'll just talk about that around uh, phantom
4: beauty
1: so just while you're doing that when you were talking about Ar- arabic that's the 10th one that has we've seen a online version of the comic but we don't know anyone who's actually got a physical copy is that correct
3: that's correct uh, except um why it's quite certain there is um, somebody who has it is because there used to be a a old blog, which is not really active anymore. Mm. And uh, there was a Lebanese uh, collector who actually provided this, who scanned his, his comics and provided the uh, the scans to the the guy who was running that Indian blog. So that makes me believe that the Lebanese collector, uh, you know, Mm. actually had them and that that fact that it was a Lebanese collector, plus the fact that not many uh, people in India speak Arabic, uh, is why I'm theorizing that probably they were looking at mm. uh, Middle East Africa market.
4: Mm.
1: And is that, is that because a lot of, there's a, there's a huge Indian influence in that area? Uh,
3: probably yes. Uh, uh, probably yes, but also maybe uh, uh, research around how popular uh, Phantom and Mandrake and other characters can yeah. get. The way Phantom, uh, you know, uh, went overseas was incredibly fast without really the owners of the Phantom actively marketing it, uh, the way it went overseas. Mm. I think people would have figured there's a market there. Mm. So coming back, uh, there's English, Hindi, Gujarati, Marathi, Bengali, Uh, Bengali is the language uh, in which a Cholomon uh, movie was made. Yes. Tamil, Arabic, Canada. Uh, that is what we speak in my town, Bangalore, Malayalam, Telugu uh, is listed here but uh, there is no evidence. I, I think thought we got some of them. No, we don't. We don't? That, that's the reason I'm counting 9 because okay. Telugu would make it the 10th
1: actually. One yeah. two.
2: It wouldn't surprise me if Jermaine's actually got one sitting on his shelf there. <laughs> he probably uh, doesn't
1: um, know about it. <laughs> me, me and Swarup, um, that has been a, a huge point of, that's one of the things that we have like literally done together is try and hunt down a couple from each single language. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and so, yeah, I, I thought we had some, but to be honest, I can't tell the difference with a lot of the uh, the dialects. But there is a there is a trick of finding out the dialect, isn't that isn't that right, Smaragdo? Do you remember how to do that? That's correct. In most of the comics, you
3: look at the inside bottom of the last uh, page, which is the back cover. It's usually written um, mm. unless unless the uh, the comic is cropped. It's usually the language is usually written and the and it's written in English.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: It, so there you go. Okay. So. You've probably got a bunch of people who have got Indragals and have didn't know about the different dialects scurrying mm. to their collections now to flip open the back page and see what languages they've got.
1: I'm just going Thanks. to try and find one. Yeah, in fact, I have, I have provided myself services actually, uh, to,
3: to at least 10 people over Facebook asking me, you know, can you please identify this comic?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's have a look. Um. Okay, so like for those, I'm not sure if people can see that. Uh, this is going to make lousy audio podcast, but for but this should be a YouTube podcast too. So
2: yeah,
1: yep So you can see that now. So that's it there, and then if you go to the back, um. Oh, let's see if we can get this happening oh yes do you see that there where it's tamil. uh tamil yep tamil so yes. like that so that basically is a good indication of of that now i've just opened this have you seen that one Swaro. have you seen this collectible this little calendar oh no i have not
3: actually i have my uh, i have seen this uh ad before i have it yeah. in my vision but i've never seen it before
2: was there a lot of because uh, it through at various times has has had ads for Phantom merch and memorabilia? The '90s was a big one with the movie and all the rest of it. Did Indrajal um, also do a lot of that merchandising and that sort of thing, or did it advertise other Indian companies that were producing Phantom merch? Is there a lot, are there a lot of that about in India?
3: Um, I'll answer the second part first. There were not too many uh, companies doing Phantom Merch at least that time. Mm. So there were no mm. advertisements, but um, uh, Indrajal themselves were uh, uh, giving out quite a few merchandise. Uh, right. not too many, not not as many as some of the other countries, but definitely quite a few. the The thing is this: uh, they were mostly given as uh, goodies to subscribers. Right. So they were not really sold. most of them were not never, never sold. So they were trying to in- increase visibility of their of their sales. They wanted to encourage subscription versus uh, purchases from, from the stands. Mm. And they were sweetening the deal by giving these freebies calendars. Uh, I, know, I know of a magnet, which I had never seen before. There are a few stickers. Uh, there definitely is a tattoo, which I, which I have. Uh, so there are quite a few uh, things they came up with, but mostly as sweeteners uh, for, for subscriptions.
2: And there, I mm. suppose you're always on the lookout for those to add to your collection as well.
3: Uh, sorry, I, I missed, missed your question. Oh, Dan, you, uh, voice is breaking?
2: Are you always on the lookout for those sorts of things to add to your collection as well, I assume?
3: Oh, yes. Uh, I think uh, uh, now not only me, other, others in <coughs> India also. Um, we can talk about that later. The, the hunt for merch is just getting started in India. Right. So, yes, yes. So, people are on the lookout. There were uh, two or three very cool booklets. I think uh, everyone, even overseas collectors, will... I love to pick it up. There were a hundred issue special, which was basically a synopsis of all the hundred stories, uh, uh, you know, that came so far. Then there was a two hundred issue synopsis, and uh, there was a three hundred issue booklet. I know of at least these three, and they're quite hard to get, and uh, excellent collectibles.
1: Mm. Yeah, you haven't found my one yet.
3: Yeah, I don't have it myself. But <laughs> usually, I get in twos or threes. So.
1: Yeah, that's it. Uh, Another one of the items that you've just recently found is um, this little eraser. Um, Yeah. Do you just want to quickly tell us a little bit of story about that one?
3: Right. So this was a popular brand uh, 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 for school kids in the 80s, in the late 80s. Very popular brand. um, And I remember there were at least... I mean, there were a lot of characters, I think every comic character around the world. Um, uh, but Phantom, there were at least two designs. The other characters, I'm not sure, but Phantom and some Tintin characters, there were at least two designs. There was this one, which is the eraser straight away. And there was one more, which was uh, uh, in a tin case. Inside the tin case was a, was a small eraser, much smaller than this one. This is about two inches, I think. And the other one is about an inch yeah, and a half. That, that yeah. Yeah, so uh, these are, uh, people had forgotten about these, to be honest, and ra- last one year, uh, they are surfacing and people are paying good money for this, uh, for these erasers, <laughs> especially phantom. Uh, anything phantom in India gets, yes. sold, uh, get, gets sold at a premium.
4: Mm.
2: Yes. I um, couldn't help but notice on that eraser, um, and even in the Girls that I've seen as Jermaine thumps around whatever he's thumping around. Um, the, the Phantom skin tone is, um, far browner than we would see in the colored comics that we see in Australia. Um, is that uh, typical for Indian comics that the, the Phantom skin tone, you know, was Indian essentially? Um, and did that have some element to do with the popularity of the character there, do you think?
3: Um, I don't think so because when, when I recall them coming out fresh uh, from the print, uh, I don't think that the the tone was intentional. Even the eraser probably it's part to do with aging, right? Uh, okay. And, and and poor quality printing or uh, poor, <laughs> poor poor quality. So I don't think that was intended. Okay. Uh, but yes, the fact that um, uh, there is a uh, there was at least an Indian connection that definitely uh, helped in the Indian market. Mm. And I I think again, in if you if you remember, if you watch the uh, Cholamon movie, um, there is a mention where. Many Indians would probably n- not realize that later uh, it, it's 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 been made clear that Phantom has no uh, you know Bengala has no real connection with India. Mm. This is, in the early early years, yes, there was some confusion, there was some India connection, but later uh, after the 60s, at least uh, there there wasn't. And many Indian collectors may not be aware of um, you know that uh, that fact. So the Indian connection definitely, I think, is um, you know part of the popularity.
1: Mm. Hmm. Hmm. cool so do you have a couple of um, while we're doing a bit of show and tell um, do you have a couple of uh, items with us that you can maybe tell us a bit about oh yeah sure
3: I have some here
1: what update uh, so right, so right, uh, right.
2: if you're Sorry. just listening to the podcast go to YouTube and skip to about the 40 41 minute mark and uh, you'll be able to see these items that where showing us
3: Great. Right. So I'm trying to show some of the things that probably uh, overseas collectors are less aware of. Uh, I think uh, what I know from my conversations with collectors overseas is that uh, Indrajal is well known. Uh, Phantom collectors, I mean, Indrajal is well known, and uh, to a certain extent, Diamond Comics. Uh, but mm. um, there were other publications which which did did uh, release phantoms, and even. Uh, Diamond Comics and Indujal themselves, like we spoke about the merchandise, did a little um, beyond comics. So i just show a few items that are uh, related to that. The first set is this. Let me
4: just... Mm. So
3: these are novels in Hindi language. Uh, the the interesting thing about this, uh, can you see them?
1: Yep. Put so them a little bit closer that... to the... Put them a little yeah. bit closer. Yeah. up Yep. Yeah, brilliant! <laughs> no, we don't want to look at you, Swaroop. And, and, uh, <laughs> it improved the light and uh, a bit of mood, I think, that you made
2: at the moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a story about these. I'm, 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 I'm interested to see whether Swaroop mentions this part of the story about those or not.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, I don't think I'm aware of that. But what's what, what's interesting about this is that these are not adaptations of anything that Lee Falk mm. or, uh, or anybody uh, has done in the past. These are uh, what I'm told is uh, I can read this language, but n- not, 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 not in good pace. So I've not really read them. But what I've heard from the other collectors who have read them is that they are uh, original stories of India.
1: Mm. Uh,
4: which yeah, is originally
1: a- created from India. Which right. would be, as far as we're aware, would be one of the few phantom stories that are actually originally created from India. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, probably the only ones. This set probably is the, uh, are the only ones. Mm. Yeah,
1: how and many is in this set? And they're pros,
2: you say. So no, even comic books. So no comic crea- art um, and stories coming out of India. Just those prose stories. Yes, that's
4: oh, yeah.
3: uh, as far as I know. I think these are the only um, uh, original Indian stories um, uh, to come oh, yeah. out. So I think, Jamin, to come, come to your question, I, I have seen at least six, six or seven uh, different designs. I had a few others, I traded with uh, some of the uh, uh, Australian collectors. So uh, I have seen at least six or seven. I'm told there are uh, probably over 10. Oh, wow. So that's, that's something that's an interesting Indian collectible that many, uh, many Indian collectors themselves are uh,
1: not aware of. So so Swaroop, how did you find out about those? (laughs) do you want to tell us that story
3: oh yes so a good friend of mine I can't recollect his name (laughs) (laughs) actually it was Jermaine Uh, Jermaine heard from someone uh, and this is the uh, interesting thing Jermaine also heard from another Aussie collector if I'm not mistaken
1: yes Bradley Page.
3: right and that there is something to come out of India there was something that came out of India in in Hindi language it was a prose it was a novel and it probably he was even aware it was an original Indian story. And when he came, uh, he asked me that first, I was uh, completely unaware of it. And I didn't try to be honest, uh, uh, too hard in the first couple of weeks after he told me, Uh, by just a chance, I have a regular supplier of comics, um, who I spoke speak on the phone and email, never met, but I speak to him and give him my requirements. He hunts, hunts. Uh, some comics uh, down from uh, for me, especially in the northern part of India, because Hindi is more uh, popular in the northern part of India. And where I live is the southern part of India. And you know what he said, he said, uh, Swaroop, actually, I have a few of them. I never thought you're interested in these things. I thought you're interested (laughs) only in comics. So he he had four or five of them. And I ended up picking uh, a few of them. And I recently got a couple more uh, uh, by trading with a collector from Nepal. And, uh, from Nepal. Yeah, there's a oh, very, wow. very uh, um, uh, uh, no, a guy with a very good collection of Indian comics, probably one of the best Hindi collection, uh, um, and he's from Nepal.
1: Yeah, wow. So I, I think the one, I think the one in the middle was the one that you've uh, sent me. I think you've sent me one. Uh, that's the one with the, I think the Phantom's in blue and he's got his hands on his, on his hips. I believe that's the one that you've sent me. The novel, right? Yeah, the novel. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't have uh, 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 extras. So, but then I, I, I it's really another language. I, I read much. Plus, uh, so I, I think I remember doing trades of three of my uh, books with uh, you and a couple of others.
4: Mm. The next yeah. item
3: is this. This is interesting. Looks common, mm. but uh, what's special about this is that it's um, uh, an Indian edition.
2: Oh so, wow. So we're looking for for people on the podcast we're looking at what ostensibly is a uh Avon novel The Vampires and the Witch um and it's all in English on the front cover so um th- as you say so to look at it right now you wouldn't notice anything different.
3: Yes, and it's it's all in English. It's a it's a fully a completely in English novel. Um I don't know why uh, somebody in India published this against importing the uh, Avon novels but the a company called Regal, which is the same company which is currently bringing out uh, Phantom Comics from India, uh, they are um, on issue number two right now. They are yes. the same guys who brought these out, and okay. I spoke to them. Uh, they came out with six issues, um, in English and six in uh, Malayalam, uh, which is the language spoken in a, uh, a state called Kerala, which where the company is based out of. And uh, unfortunately, they don't have uh, uh, you know these themselves. Oh, well. Good news is, good news is, uh, 2019 or 2020, they plan to come back uh, printing all of them, uh, both in uh, Indian language and uh, maybe English as well, um, all 15 of them. Once again.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Because Hermes so Press obviously yeah. is only up to about number 10 or 11 of themselves it's um, slowing mm. down. So, uh, right. yeah, it'd be another interesting way or, or another copy of the book that people might want to chase down.
1: Mm. So what right. year did they originally release those in? 1985. 1985.
3: So I'm, I'm guessing 84, 85. Uh, the, all, the, all the six came out.
1: Right. Oh, wow. Oh, you can put me down for um, a set of those when you get them as well,
3: mate. Done. <laughs> <laughs> people to not the...
1: watching the video, Swaroop so did not blink. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I had to actually ask you, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> normally, you just, so normally, the way our conversations go is, oh yeah, I found this and I've got you, I've got you one. So, yep, yeah, sweet. Nice, right, yeah. cool. And then we just like send it and then what well, is about every six months we go, um, who owes what money now? <laughs> <laughs> True.
3: You really have to go back to all the, all the old conversations and notes to really make, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make, make the totals, isn't it? So this, uh, I'll show a merchandise next. This is a, uh,
1: a yes
3: VHS set set of two tips. Uh, somebody definitely didn't want to pay. The license fee, as you can see, they played around with the with the with the spellings.
1: man Lutara, yeah, and Flash and Garden. Flash Garden.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thankfully, uh, Phantom is all right. So uh, this uh, very hard to come by. Um, I don't know. Um, there was a there was a. Um, it was very common in India when you are done watching a tape. You would reuse that tape and record something over it so yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I don't think I probably it was uh, something common um, elsewhere too but yeah. we definitely did that a lot and I think part of that most have, must have been lost by now hmm. because if hmm. you think about it these, these things are far easier to preserve or save uh, compared to comics or other paper stuff but uh, surprisingly this is the only second uh, piece I've come across uh, I know another collector who has one quite a hard uh, item to come by
2: and that's not even taken out of the shrimp wrap by the look. So have you watched it? Have you seen the, the, the video movie?
3: No, it was out. Um, I have not watched. I don't have a Vicious uh, player anymore. But I have actually uh, packed it again. Um, oh, okay. it, it's not in its original packaging. Right, okay. Uh, next is uh, um, just to tell the uh, viewers a little bit about another trend in India. These are miniature comics, uh, some of them three inches, some of them four inches. I'll show a few of them. Uh, these are freebies. These came uh, as promotional giveaways uh, with completely unrelated products. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, that's the thing about Phantoms popularity in India. Uh, so this first, first one, uh, it's, it's a shoe brand. It's a brand of shoes. Sure. And really, uh, don't know why, but um, you know, Phantom um, is on the, It's a Phantom comic. Yeah, it's this is this one is a four-inch comic, four-inch tall. Uh, this one is a stationary company. Again, a different stationary company, not the same as the previous one. So there were a lot of this. I'll just show a, a few of those covers.
4: Uh, Very this, nice?: covers.
3: Yeah, uh, colorful and um, the size makes it quite cute. Yes. They came in multiple languages. I know at least three languages, Hindi, English, and Bengali.
1: So Um, they're the main three languages that the science has been published in, correct? Yeah, in numbers. If you count in numbers, yes. Uh, There's Marathi also.
3: Um, If you count Indrajal, there were three languages which um, have all 803 Indrajal comics. That is Hindi, English, and uh, Marathi. Um, all the others started a bit later, like uh, Gujarati, Gujarati started about 20 issues later and Bengali started about 30 issues later. Uh, but these three yep. started all together. So this is another, um, oh, this is a, this is a cookie brand. Mm-hmm. So This is a juice brand, very popular in India. This is quite recent, I think maybe uh, 15 years. All of them are about 20, 15 to 20 years old, not very, uh, not very old. but. For some reason, uh, very hard to find.
1: Uh, now, are they featuring original comics, or are they featuring like uh, reprints of um, of uh, dailies or, or newspaper stories?
3: Uh, they are um, um, mostly leaf art stories. Yep. So, uh, uh, this this okay. Uh, one thing I forgot to tell you. Good question. This is done in association with Diamond Comics. They had a yep. very smart uh, way of doing these things. They were co-branding with uh, other brands like juice companies and um, shoe companies as you saw. And they were printing these comics. Uh, so if you, you can see on the top usually Diamond Comics presents maybe too small. Yeah, yeah. So uh, most of them are in fact all of these are, uh, are Diamond Comics. So yep. they, they co-branded with uh, other other brands other, other um, Indian brands and then they came out with comics. So uh, there was a Big fascination. There were a lot of brands coming out. I am finding new ones every year. They (laughs) had to come by, so I find two three a year. Every time I think I have the whole set, I find new ones. So (laughs) there are so many of those. So nice, nice item for even international collectors. Yeah, uh, I
4: think
3: I've got it.
1: Yeah, I think I've got about a half of those, or maybe about a third of those. I think from memory, one of them was a a chewing gum, and that was actually a new Phantom story.
3: Is that? Uh, actually, it was a non-phantom story where uh, Phantom made a, a four-page cameo.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think was, the, yeah, was it was. It kind of interesting thing. watching uh, the Phantom chewing some gun and some gun like, and blowing bubbles throughout it and stuff like that.
3: Right, and uh, he he helps he, he he helps his guys. He kicks kicks the bad guys' butt, and then uh, uh, when the guys thank him, he says, "Don't thank me. Just give me a." Stick, a uh, stick of gum, <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> so, I think um, I didn't carry too many things, but I want to show you a, an interesting thing, just to show a different publication. This is a publication um, out of Kerala again. Um, there are a couple of interesting things about this. One is a very lesser known publication. People know. Um, people overseas know Indrajal and they know uh, Diamond. Recently, they know Rani, Rani Comics, but Vidyati yep. Mitram is, is a much lesser uh, known um, uh, fan, uh, comic series who also came out with Phantom. What the was that one?
1: Sorry? What was that? The um, yeah, the name of the publication.
3: Yeah, Vidyati Mitram. It translates to uh, Friends of Students. Okay. So it, it, they, they also made uh, stationery, school, sta- school stationery and for some reason they were also printing um, comics. Uh, mostly Tarzan and other stuff but they did come out with a few fandom comics. Oh, lovely colourful covers but also what's interesting is this uh, set, um, there are four here. Um, you can see the second one. There's a third cover here. I have two in one bag and board. Yeah. And this is the fourth one where Phantom is actually topless.
4: Yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> so probably the only cover where Phantom is not wearing.
0: A... Uh,
2: there, there is a Fru where he's not wearing any pants. Um, in about the 700s, Jermaine probably knows off the top of his head, uh, but the coloring just, uh he's not wearing pants. Uh, that, this ah, cover this. is reminiscent where he's, he's still got the purple cowl, but uh, yeah, he's got a bit more risque and no top either.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what's, what's also interesting about this is Vidyatri Mitram, the public, uh, publisher, came out with almost all of their work in Malayalam language, which is the language where the publisher came from, which is the state where the publisher came from. But these are actually not in Malayalam, they are in um, uh, a different language, Tamil, which is a neighboring state of Kerala. And I think um, not many were aware that Vidyatri Mitram even published Phantom, even less aware that they published in two languages. Um, mm. and this set of four, um, really seen a full set of four. So, something, whenever I show to friends overseas, plus the, plus the quality of the covers, I think everyone has liked them. So I thought I'll just mm. show them here.
1: So what year are they?
3: These are the seventies. I, I don't remember the exact year. I can just have a quick look if it's in, if it's written in English.
1: Uh, 75 I think I've just found them on phantom wiki
3: on phantom wiki okay
1: yeah it says maybe 75
3: yeah uh, I think that's based on the fact that um, uh, other comics of this publisher I think they are tying the two together how long the publisher lasted based on that definitely 70s yes yeah and another sister publisher from the same state Regal the same guy's uh, who we spoke about some time ago came out with these. Uh, is it bad? Should I get it out of the covers?
1: No, no, no. That's good.
2: No, that's fine. Just so yeah. colourful yeah, again. A, it's a, almost a take on the um, as you were, gentleman pose mm. coming through the window. Yes,
3: yes, yes. This, I, I love that pose, and this is the closest yeah. I have of that.
4: Right. Uh, yes.
3: In terms of a comic cover, yes. So this is regal, also in Malayalam language. This is in Malayalam language. Very. Uh, uh, lesser known series not many international collectors know about that people who frequent phantom wiki probably know about it but not many others when i show them um, they they're quite surprised
1: um, and what year were they
3: these were the 80s early 80s
1: okay yeah
3: this is a magazine i just want to show this because i would love a lot of my friends uh, uh, my collector friends overseas to have this this is a magazine. Um, it has almost all popular uh, uh, comic characters on cover. If you see this.
2: Is, the is Gentleman the name of the magazine?
3: That's the name of the magazine.
2: Uh, and there's a big, uh, again, for people who are just listening to the podcast, it's a, um, a big gentleman across the top. There's a circle in the middle of the cover call and, and the, the text there is Inner World of Comics. And then surrounding it is a, a montage of what must be more than 50 um, comic characters and the Phantom features prominently in the bo- bottom right-hand corner. Glenn Ford image, if I'm not mistaken. It looks like
3: yes, agree. And um, no, 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 we... that's
1: the one from um, King Twenty Two. Ah, good one. Yes, the one which
3: um, we always see in the sealed pack as well. Yes, and we have we see in the UK Alan class
1: comics. Yes, yeah, I've got it yeah. right next to me um there it is yes that's Those, that's the yeah. one there yeah yes
3: so um this magazine uh features um it's a hundred hundred ten page magazine and it features i mean it dedicates most of the pages of this issue to um, comic characters all over the world uh has uh, a page or two on the phantom um uh, I remember reading the whole article a couple of times and uh, very good content. I think it's a nice piece to chase. Uh, mm. It's just year 2000. Uh, I don't see them too often, even though it's recent, but I think it's a good piece to chase for, uh, for collectors everywhere.
1: Hmm. Is it in English or? It's in English. Yeah.
3: So this is a spoof on phantom. This is by a popular uh, North Indian publication called Manoj. They have a lot of uh, uh, comics, um, Indian origin stories. Nothing of the phantom except this, which is a spoof again. So in in Hindi language, one of the names used for the phantom is Betal uh, for ghost. And it's a take on that name. Just changed to Chetal. And it's a a spoof. Um, A few uh, overseas collectors I know have managed to find a copy. And um, one of those lesser seen items coming from India. Mm -hmm. Couple more Indian stuff. So this, um, I don't know much about this at all. Maybe uh, I can talk to a few friends and share notes to you later. It's a magazine called Parag Hindi. Again, features the Phantom. There are so many magazines that came out of India. uh, that featured at least in part phantom on cover, so it's mm. a, it's, it's a fun
1: um, hunt you know to to, to
4: chase yeah. these down.
1: So, so random so question when you' talk when you're looking at all these, how many of them would you say are actually like licensed
3: um, i think probably very very few of them i don 't <laughs> think any of them are licensed because especially when uh, they are writing a story about comics, for example. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they even bother to try for it. I know part of their editorial, editorial license. They're covering a story. They are telling about different comic publishers, so they will not bother uh, using uh, these characters on the cover. But yeah. uh, the the spoof, I'm quite certain, is not um, licensed at all. Should have been, but uh, definitely not licensed at all.
1: Yeah.
3: And lastly. An Indrajal comic in Tamil language, an early issue, 100 odd, I forgot the number, I think it's 131. The thing about this, the reason I brought this is just to share that there were two series of Tamil Indrajal languages, I mean, uh, of Indrajal in Tamil language. Uh, For some reason, it started early, it started around issue number 10 of the English Indrajal comic, and it continued till close to number 200. Nobody knows why. They suspended uh, Tamil language publication altogether and they started again much later in the late 300s or during the volume uh, uh, issues of the yeah. So um, very uh, few people know that there were two parts to it. There was a break in between and this is one okay. of those, which is, which is from the first part. Wow. Interesting. This one, small one, I don't know if you can see this, a very popular magazine um, called Divana. It is India's take on Mad Magazine.
0: Divana okay, literally yeah.
3: translate, translates to Mad, it's Hindi. And few of these magazines featured Phantom on their cover, very small. This one, yes. I know a few which are bigger. A uh, uh, lot of Mad collectors overseas are very interested in collecting uh, Divana issues because um, the, if you see, um, Newman yes. uh, and his take on India is, uh, the, it's a lookalike basically, although he's mm-hmm. not called Newman in India. So that magazine is quite popular among Indian collectors, very popular. In fact, the Indian version is very popular. Um, and, uh, at least three, three of them featured phantom on cover, some of them quite prominently. So good items to chase.
2: So um oh. you mentioned there about you know that magazine being particularly popular with Indian collectors at the moment. Have you, in your time and, and you say you've been you know devoted to the you know more devoted to the to the pursuit in the last ten years since two thousand and ten, have you noticed any change in the way that Indian collectors are collecting or um, is there a what you know what's what's the collector's market like in India with particular reference to the fandom I guess?
3: Okay, um, there are. There seems to be two different um, different streams going on. Uh, there is um, the more modern, um, uh, uh, you know, um, crowd following BC, Marvel, Image, Titan, Dark Horse, etc. The younger crowd, and there are many aspects of Indian collection that I, I can talk about which are different among these two. And then there are the the, the traditional collectors uh, who are collecting back issues, uh, especially the Indian ones, the ones with the Indian connection. A lot of them uh, are beginning to um, uh, uh, collect international editions of um, comics, uh, example, Fru. They are just beginning in the last few years. The Mm. first one I spoke about, they are quite set and they are quite similar Mm. to uh, anybody uh, anywhere in the world, uh, they are quite uh, internet savvy. They are quite, um, uh, you know, uh, technology savvy in terms of PayPal accounts and uh, you know familiarity with dealing with um, online popular online websites like you know uh, My Life Comics and uh, such places. So they um, they also are into merch. Um, they not, are not much into art, but they are into merch definitely because. At least the figurines, they are into figurines yeah. of all these characters. But let me talk more about uh, the other, the second um, type of collectors who are collecting more of the back issues, the traditional comics, the, the Indian um, uh, old issues, etc. And the, and the newspaper strips, let me call it that way, the, the, yeah. uh, the thousands, the uh, uh, phantoms, mandrakes. These, uh, a lot of Indian collectors, there are a few qualities which um, are different. Uh, a, it's a very price sensitive market. So, if a uh, Fru or a or a Marvel or anybody has to enter India and sell in India to this community, it's quite a price-sensitive market. It's a uh, it's a market which is quite shy of buying online, uh, yep, primarily probably. primarily primarily due to uh, the the financial transaction aspect of it. Uh, credit card acceptance, especially for online transactions, in-store transaction is still fine using credit card. But online transactions is still, uh, a lot of people still shy away from uh, in India.
1: Is that an age thing? Uh,
3: partially, yes, but I don't see that quickly changing um, um, among the young gen as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, the guys who really want to, they know they have to buy this Marvel comic, DC comic from overseas. They're all, uh, uh, they are all yeah. aware. They use, they use credit cards and PayPal, etc. But I still see the active acceptance being quite slow. Hmm. So in fact, just to, it's an amusing thing, there's a product in India, it's an Indian innovation, which is called cash on delivery, or it's short, in short, it's called COD. Uh, yeah. It's very popular in India where you just check out one click, you put your items in cart and just say done. And it comes to your address and you pay them cash when they deliver. Okay. So it's, a, it's, it's very unfriendly for the merchant yes. because he's, he's getting paid much, much later. Yes. Because of the logistics, the courier guys they collect the money on the behalf of the merchant, and eventually he gets it fifteen days later. But yet they do it because that is very important for the Indian market because mm. otherwise they don't they won't swipe their card. So I think that's another aspect.
1: So of would Indian would that be? So you made mention of free with the um, like what first comes to mind is the board game um, Kickstarter. I think from memory, we discussed this on the podcast, there was two, maybe three Indian backers. I think, I know you were one of them. I was going to say, I
2: have a feeling we're talking to one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, He's becoming a completist. Um, (laughs) So would that be one of the reasons why a lot of these collectors from the second group um, did not do the Kickstarter is because of the... um, uh, that that mindset.
3: Yes, I think both the points I mentioned about the uh, the uh, the old gen of uh, collectors, I think, mm. uh, are, are reasons. Um, let me also say that Kickstarter itself is not popular in India
4: okay.
1: uh, yep. as
3: a platform. I don't know many uh, people who uh, back any project uh, you know, related to something they need, or so it's not really a popular platform in India.
4: Okay.
3: Having said that, the two reasons: price point. Uh, let me tell this: board games. Uh, costing about 5,000 Indian rupees, which is about 100 uh, AUD is kind of unheard of in India. So I think uh, the price price point is clearly a problem. And the concept of paying using credit card or PayPal uh, is a little hard, like I said. And then I think uh, connecting to the Kickstarter point, paying now and getting the item a year later is something
4: Hmm.
3: a little hard for the Indian collectors to accept.
2: No, oh, there's it's, lots of Australian collectors are uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> struggling with. No, no one wants to pay money for something now that they don't receive for a, a year or two. <laughs> right,
3: and 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 add to that, you have this other option in India where you are clicking, pay, uh, buying, and the item comes to your house, and then you look at it and then pay. Yes, in fact, some mm-hmm. some merchants even allowed you to buy multiple sizes of clothing, try it on, and send the wrong ones back with the guy right away. Really? They even oh, experimented wow. with that for a few years. So it's that kind of a market. So I think when you have that, those options waiting six months, eight months, I think was hard. I tried a lot to yeah. promote it in my uh, friend circle. They were quite, um, they loved the concept. They loved the product. I got good feedback from my friends, uh, from my network of phantom collectors, but uh, unfortunately none of them pledged.
2: Mm. Mm. And, and just for perspective, uh, you, you said there, uh, it was around the 5,000 rupees. What's the, um, you know, what's an average weekly wage in India amongst the, these sorts of group? You know, we, we understand what $100 Australian means to us, but where, how, how much is 5,000 rupees really?
3: Oh, okay. Uh, it, it's, I'll answer it in a different way. It's very hard. It's a good question. See, India doesn't have the concept of a minimum wage wage. Um, uh, prescribed by the government or, yes. or by anybody. There's no concept okay. of the uh, of the minimum wage in India. Not yet. May, may, might be coming in the future. So uh, the range varies a lot. Okay. The range of uh, earnings varies a lot. But let me put it this way. Um, I've been around to other countries. Um, and if you take a place like, uh, even a place like New York, an apartment that you would rent uh, for about $1,500 a month, a small uh, apartment which you rent for about $1,500 a month uh, apartments much bigger and better than them in, this, in the cities of Bang- uh, uh, of India like Bangalore, you can get it, get them at about twenty twenty five thousand 25,000 a month, which is 500 AUD, oh, or yeah. uh, in fact 400 AUD, um, uh, 400 USD, right. right? So that is the purchasing power, you know, purchasing parity and purchasing power parity. So I think... Five thousand is big money if you consider it. it's it's almost one third rent or one fourth rent, um, mm-hmm. and from that point of view, um, it it becomes quite painful. And um, adult, I mean, uh, board games for grown-ups, I would say in India would wouldn't be anything more than yep. two thousand, which is about forty dollars, forty fifty mm, dollars. So yeah. um, okay. add to that shipping from overseas, etc. I think it was becoming a five k six k purchase. Yeah. So that so, is definitely one of the reasons.
1: Sure. Yeah. Is there a market for. Because uh, we were talking about merchandise, and I guess that's for a lot of fandom collectors, that's what this board game is going to be. It's not going to be an actual board game. So I guess it's a two question is Is there a board game uh, market? If it was be locally, you, you mean? Yeah. And then is there also um, like the merchandise, you know? What, with your friends, with your group, like what, like where do people do? A lot of them collect merchandise, or are you probably one of the few people that actually collect merchandise where the others don't?
3: Um, in in short, India is definitely behind the curve on merchandise collecting. Uh, definitely behind. But good news is it's um, uh, it's catching up fast. Uh, again, I can see uh, two intents behind uh, collecting merchandise. One is already there; it's already big. Um, one is the display, the display part of it. So I was talking yeah. about figurines, right? So almost every collector I know has definitely uh, at least a small corner for for displaying his figurines. Uh, at least one Phantom or other characters, Superman, or yeah. Spiderman, maybe. So collecting figurines and making a display corner um, is is something that is already big in India. People are spending yeah. big bucks on 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 uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, figurines and other other collectibles. Um,
1: so something like uh, boss boss fights would could could be quite popular in India. The boss sorry, fights figurines.
3: Yes, yes, and um, in fact, um, uh, Indian. I mean, custom made. Um, if uh, you uh, can remove the shipping out of the equation, um, even um, statues like the ones that um, Icon made. Uh, Will definitely sell in India at at some at similar prices because I know uh, the the figurine market uh, it's quite expensive even in India. I think I think it's just a dollar to rupee conversion because Mm -hmm. most of them are uh, made elsewhere and they're just imported. There is a market because people like having a display corner. Uh,
4: Yeah, uh, uh,
3: that is there. That is already big. Uh, The other uh, the other one is going after uh, merchandise as a theme. You know, like you do uh, anything uh, related to Phantom or uh, I do anything uh, related to Tintin and a little bit of phantom that kind of theme based is uh, is quite behind I think it's not big in India yet it is catching up slowly um, thanks to uh, some Indian collectibles that are surfacing recently last few years Uh, thanks to social media people are displaying what they have and others Mm. are becoming aware of it Mm. and therefore uh, people are chasing those so it's catching up it is very early but Uh, Very similarly, art as well. I can talk about art. If you take art as a special kind of merchandise, um, art is probably a little ahead in the curve uh, in India than um, uh, merchandise. Yeah, yeah, but um, India is catching up. If the I want to, I want to have this display versus I want to collect everything on this theme. The second one doesn't does not exist yet.
1: Is that is that because of like storage rooms, like in in Australia? majority of us have larger houses than what we really need because there's a space for it Mm -hmm. um like you know i've got i think i've got i've got four bedrooms in my house and then i've got you know two kids and then myself and the wife that sleeps in one room so there's a spare room in a sense and i'm i'm assuming a lot of australians are in a similar situation is would that be a situation in india where you know people just don't have the space
3: to some extent. Yes. But also we are masters of, uh, uh, you know, utilizing small spaces. I mean, Mm. uh, Bangalore is still uh, quite better because we have much bigger spaces here uh, in terms of our houses or apartments. Uh, It's much more harder in Bombay uh, in Mumbai and they are really masters at optimizing space. So I know a lot of my Mumbai friends who have a, a, a corner. They have a library. So a very common, interesting thing that Indians do now, or, or at least my friends, including in, in in expensive, very expensive places like Bombay, um, is that. Uh, by the way, I just recently read Bombay real estate wise is probably second in the world right now. So it's crazy there, and they do have a space. What they cleverly do is they make a they create a home office, come man cave or. No?
4: Yeah. Um, Skull
3: cave. Yeah. Skull cave. So, <laughs> so uh, um, they do this. So there is a working space and there's a library and there's a display. So a lot of guys do it um, uh, yeah. in terms of, uh, so space is somewhat of a, definitely a, 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 a thing, a, a reason maybe partially, but not really big. The real reason I think is just, just not caught on
4: Yeah. because okay.
3: they, are, they are spending, uh, they are buying I I remember walking in um, to this uh, popular store in Bangalore recently. And guys were buying uh, $300 statues um, of um, far lesser known characters, $300 I mean, uh, in rupees, Mm. it's it's, it's like 15,000. Yes, I mean, they are popular with the younger generation, you know, you you must be familiar with uh, character V from V for Vendetta Yes, uh, by, by David Lloyd. So, uh, uh, you know, figurines of V, figurines of other lesser-known, uh, less popular characters. One can argue, probably, they are more, more famous now with the Gen Z, but still, they are spending big money on uh, figurines. Mm. And the reason is uh, the price. The pricing is that way because they are not manufactured in India. Most of them are yeah. licensed by Marvel or other companies, and they are just converted to Indian Indian.
1: Mm. So, are there? So if let's just say for instance, a fan figurine came out that was manufactured in India, would that uh, be cheaper and would that sell?
3: Definitely. Uh, It will be cheaper. Uh, May not be as much as cheap as China, uh, but then China won't take small orders, but yeah, it will be cheaper. If you manufacture here, it will take out the shipping out of the equation. It will take uh, customs out of the equation. So Mm. that definitely makes sense. So, uh, when I speak to somebody who's yeah. setting up here, that definitely makes a lot of sense.
1: Because from in talking to you previously and also today, shipping and custom fees seems to be a huge—I um, don't know whether you call it a negative or a government rip-off, but, um, <laughs> but like <laughs> it seems to be you know like a stumbling block for a lot of collectors when it comes to the Phantom.
4: Yes.
3: Yes. And add to that PayPal and credit cards, uh, no, mm. a bit shy to use credit cards. I think that's where, in fact, I've had uh, at least five, 10 friends request me, Hey, you are anyway doing this. Uh, can you just buy this for me? And maybe let's- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I've done
3: that for, for a few friends.
1: So, so when are you going to, um, become like a, a publisher or a middleman of the phantom?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that that was an option in front of me, um, uh, a while ago, but then I was just beginning to, uh, you know, do my startup. And so I had to turn it down. It was one of the hardest decisions I did, but yes, hopefully someday, you know, it's nice to have hobby and work, you know,
2: You, you need <laughs> a, a small fortune to be able to start that though. Don't you to be able to import right. the, the amount right. that you need to then on sell. So.
3: Yes, but I was uh, in discussions with somebody who were, ma- who were, really give me a sweet deal where i didn't really have to put up much upfront okay so you know they were keen to enter india and then they thought maybe uh, you know partnership is the right way to go so they you handle india don't worry about putting in anything and then let's work on revenue sharing kind of model yeah All right. so,
2: so in terms of oh, sorry jim can i yeah go in? For it. in terms of india as a market i th- there was um what do you think about the idea of, I know Fru have floated the idea of publishing into India. They've started to become um, more collectible there, as you've said. Um, I know there has been murmurings at different times that maybe Fru would look to start publishing in India. Um, what, would you, what would you say if, you, if, if suddenly Fru were available to purchase there, um, whether produced there or shipped there en masse?
3: okay my my gut feel is that i know i have a fair idea of the uh, circulation numbers uh, uh, of through in australia my gut feel says uh, with the right pricing and marketing in india that numbers can be reached in india quickly similar numbers can be reached in india within a couple of years because uh, the number of active collectors may not be too many maybe a couple of thousand guys who are really interested in fact p- people may not be buying uh, from the Fru website or other places, but I've had no trouble selling my extras
4: right. I've
3: had absolutely no trouble selling my extras. I've in fact helped a few Australian collectors dispose of their extras at good prices uh, to India. Uh, and I have try- kind of helped both parties because uh, they are shy of paying online. I pay by PayPal to my friend, uh, a collector friend in Australia, get the package in, uh, Pass on the uh, thing, collect the money. I have done this a lot of times to Indians, and I have had no trouble, you uh, know, uh, disposing of my spares. And Yeah, and the pricing is not really, I know, uh, your cover price currently I think it's 3.5. Is, is it 3.5 yeah, dollars? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah.
3: For the regular ones, regular issues, so 3.5 uh, in converted in absolute terms also will not be a big, uh, a big problem. Probably a little lower than that. Maybe that translates to. 175 rupees, maybe 150, 130 would be a great price. Um, I think it will catch on big time. Uh, So like, I I mean, I definitely think there is a scope. And when you, if you, if you can print here, I did hear about uh, some of their plans. I don't think, they probably were uh, exploring two angles of it. One was find an India partner where they can export uh, 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 their uh, they are uh, i mean they are merchandise they are in their inventory some they make a few extras for India they uh, export it, and the Indian partner takes care of distribution i do, I do remember introducing one popular Indian company uh, to to the guys at Fru. I think that the the, the talks fell through The other option probably uh, they can look at is um, printing uh, finding a print partner in India itself and printing them in India. That will Mm. bring the Indian cover price. It will make it an Indian comic. Um, And there are many more Indian uh, comic collectors than uh, overseas phantom collectors. So it suddenly becomes appealing to all of them
1: because there is a
3: completist uh, saying, you know, I want to have every Indian comic. And
1: And you're not not paying shipping and import costs. It's literally sending a computer file over Mm. and then having someone to print it. Exactly. exactly. So you could, think, it could even be cheaper than the Australian comic in a sense. Absolutely.
3: I think, I think the popular ones of similar quality in India are actually selling at between 50 and 100 rupees. I mean, a comic like True 32 pages, a regular issue 32 pages, can actually reach that 100 rupee mark. And, mm. you know, depending on the volumes. Can okay,
1: so, so would it, this is going to be a a question that I think everyone's waiting for us to ask, would that comic have to be in color?
3: Ah, Good one. So uh, (laughs) color will definitely help. I think. Um,
1: uh, So
2: you sort of alluded to it before when you said that all the individuals were originally published in color. There is a bit of an expectation amongst the Indian market that comics are in color. Isn't there?
3: Exactly. I think, I think you, you, you are absolutely on point. Um, there are two, three reasons I can think of and uh, uh, I myself uh, used to be a big color fan, even now to a certain extent, uh, why India loves um, uh, you know, comics in colors and you, you were spot on in, in one of the reasons that is in a way we were spoiled because we were introduced to comics in color and mm-hmm. Times of India took that effort to really do that hard work um, and they hired a lot of colorists uh, at that time to do the coloring for them. There's one colorist who's still active uh, and who's taking commissions and Indian fans are really giving him a lot of work trying to get Phantom and other characters uh, painted by him. So uh, being the, the Indian comic experience, the first experience itself was in color, thanks to um, Indrajal, And subsequently every major long running series of India has been in color. So I, I think a couple of regional ones uh, are in black and white, but every national, every publication with a national presence has been in color ever since. Hmm. So that way we, we are used to it and we expect it. Um, and,
2: and, um, I guess while we're on this topic, I, the, we, Jermaine and I know of this because a lot of the times when, um, Indian collectors, um, get involved in conversations on the Facebook pages that we frequent, that's one of the colours. That's all, uh, sorry, colours. That's one of the questions that's always asked. Oh, is this a, is this a, a comic that's in colour or, or whatnot? Um, and I think it can become a bit of a, um, uh, a talking point amongst Australian fans, or a bit of a joke amongst Australian fans. Oh, the Indians are always looking for colour, and for us, we yes. grew up on black and white. So you know, there's there's that difference. Um, th- there does seem to be more Indian collectors coming onto Facebook, but is Facebook their preferred medium? because i have heard that whatsapp is huge amongst indian collectors um what what sort of social media what what does that look like for indian collectors
3: yeah i think um within within india uh, in terms of the indian ecosystem of buyers and sellers whatsapp is big and i think whatsapp is very popular because it's much more instantaneous people are checking it more times uh, in a day they uh, uh, they, uh, they do uh, there is a rush for certain rare comics when, um, you know, something comes up and the first one, you know, claims it, um, yes. uh, you know, so WhatsApp really works. Um, and um, the second best, I would say, in fact, if I, if I uh, consider uh, Indian collectors talking, I mean, trying to build overseas collection, probably Facebook is definitely um, mm. uh, number one uh, uh, you know, platform of choice and uh, your 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 point is also interesting um on the on the question they ask about is it in color i'll i'll come to that there is uh, there may be a you uh, know uh, uh, reason about it i mean for it before that uh, this on the color right uh, it may be hard for other other um non indian collectors to understand this but culturally in india colors colors is is really, colors are really big I, I i don't know how to convey this you look at uh, our traditional attire, you look at our weddings, they're all colorful. Very colorful. Mm. Like, uh, mm. Bollywood yeah, we, we, is we, cool. we, Sorry?
2: Bollywood is, is known yes. for its color. Color.
1: Yeah, and have that. Best of all, as well. Yep.
3: Colours, yes, yes, holy. And so it's really big. In short, if I have to say in short, um, colors um, equals joy is a, is a very strong belief. So that's another reason why mm. we are always after um, color. And this question that gets asked right uh, diamond comics you guys are aware of diamond comics and the early issues of diamond comics were in color and the subsequent reprints which they did many times over they were in black and white and there are a few other uh, uh, comic series that have done less popular than diamond but they have done this as well so this question became the easiest way for indian collectors to ask is this an early print or a first print or a later reprint mm-hmm. is it okay if you are, if the diamond comic is in color you can be sure it's an early print or a first print possibly so that mm. also is a very common question we in indian groups also encounter so maybe that's also somewhere built in mm. but yes that's, they, yeah, that's they good favor color more than mm. black and white in mm. fact i i took to enjoying black and white only after i um uh sorry only after I started collecting original art, oh, we yeah. started
1: appreciating uh, black and white. Yeah, okay, that was going to be my question: is Do you actually, you know, do you like it in color or not? Um, okay, so with the Injustice comics, um, I believe there was maybe two, maybe three stories that were. Um, Non newspaper in the sense of dailies and Sundays, and I think that was Vultures in New in the uh, Vultures of Valkyrie, and I think there yeah. was a Gold Key or a King story as well from memory. Yes, um, so for majority of uh, Phantom fans, you didn't see non newspaper stories until probably 2000. How was that? How was that received? Um, do do Indian fans enjoy the non-newspaper stories, or are they, you know, strictly, you know, focus or newspaper um, strippers?
3: No, uh, I think they are open to um, non-newspaper uh, stories as well. Uh, there is a, a completist in a lot of Indian fans uh, mm. that I need to have all the dailies and Sundays, especially. The ones written by Lee Fogg, Yeah, um, there is that uh, uh, you know uh, um, uh, desire to complete. So I know a few collectors who pick and choose the fruits to fill yeah. in the missing ones that they don't have. It in the didn't cover etc. Mm, so yes. they do that. But having said that, they are very open. The most common good thing about uh, Egmont, I hear, is that um, it gave them an ability to read new stories, which mm. um, I know uh, probably some of them are not even aware. Uh, that uh, there were Swedish stories, but they at least got to read new stories. So that was, a, uh, uh, that was always enjoyed. And the biggest negative, um, what I hear is that it was too short-lived. The series, yes. uh, they, should have, they should have run longer. So I think they really enjoyed it. And one of the first merchandise to really become popular and sought after was the, was the thing that they came uh, in, the, in, in the inaugural uh. issue, that kit that they came up with.
1: Yeah, the project
2: kit. That's the one. Here it is. That, that was a, oh, I thought that was
1: a fru. Oh, no. No, no, That's one here. Yeah.
3: That's a brilliant, brilliant kit. And it has a lot of things inside. It has a poster, a stickers, a small standee mask. So this is really loved. And it can go quite expensive uh, in mm. India in, in, in as well now.
1: I believe there. Well, there was. I'm not sure if there still is, but there was a whole pile of these on our Phantom's Vault.
3: Yes, I think I believe I saw as recently as six months ago they do have it in stock.
1: Mm. And and you're right. It's great. It's got what? It's got one, two, three. It's got four comics. Uh, it's got tattoos. Little standees, and it's in a little cool little case. It's um. Yes. Yeah. It's it's. It is a very nice piece. And they also released a T-shirt as well, I believed.
3: Yes, and uh, I've never seen it.
1: I, I, I know one guy, uh, Eamon, Eamon King, right. uh, who did the Deep Woods, no, not the Deep Woods, uh, he, the Phantom Trail website. Right, right, right. He, had, he brought a whole pile of them. And um, then they, they disintegrated. They um he he got him out when he came to Australia um and they disintegrated. So that, that kind of brings up another question that I that I had was in what's what's this how how do you store your comics in India and how do a lot of other collectors store their comics? Because India's hot, it's humid, um, paper doesn't exactly like those conditions. Thanks. Um so you know how, well, how does that play in with collections and stuff like that
3: um it's just beginning to take off in in the sense a good preservation techniques like bagging and boarding uh, storing them vertically not putting them sideways or in a pile uh, you know uh, uh, to prevent spine roll etc so these practices are just picking up right now in india yeah there are a couple of reasons why they are slow we don't have a good brand of uh, Either bag or board, or even the long box in India dedicated for comics. We we have zero. In fact, we don't have a brand at all. A couple of uh, enterprising guys attempted, but um, uh, it wasn't very well researched in terms of the right material, the right acid-free board, and things like that. Mm. So uh, it didn't really take off. People do spend money, um, uh, money to buy uh, these things from uh, overseas and uh, do their storage, but they. They're heavy, right? I mean, those boards, Mm. a pack of 100 boards is quite heavy, you pay a lot on shipping much more than the cost of the board. So people do do it, uh, do it, but they do it only for the top 10% of their collection, the extremely rare one or the fragile one or the oldest one. Only Mm. for those, uh, those items, they do it. In fact, even I have probably covered about 30% of my collection. uh, In terms of bagging and boarding, I'm yet to do another Maybe sixty or seventy percent. I'm yet to do because I can it's only. It's time consuming. Very time consuming, <laughs> and I, I, I have, I, I, I in maximum, I've done. I think I've imported three hundred uh, bags and boards at a time, and that cost me a bomb. It cost me much more than the cost of the items. So
4: mm. it gets quite hard. Yeah. But so it's an opportunity no... for somebody
1: to come in yeah. India and you know build something here. Yes. So are there, are there comic shops in a sense, like what, what Australians experience, what, you know, Americans and, and, and stuff like that, do you use, have comic book shops or is it like?
3: The, the concept of the LCS, the local comic store uh, really does not exist. There are yeah. book shops, which yeah. sells book, uh, novels and other uh, prose books and also comics. That is one popular um, type of book uh, shops. The second type is the pop culture uh, stores, which, which cover uh, movies and uh, uh, comics and all kinds of pop culture. So those also, uh, they are more popular for the figurines and for the graphic novels and the newer comics and for the back issues
1: bookshops. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's interesting. So, so going back to one of our past conversations, when you... Decide to give up coding for a living, and you decide to become a publisher. Um, would you be? Would those Phantom Comics be distributed into those pop culture shops as well as the the bookstores, or or would it be literally kind of like a like a web order type of thing?
3: I think it will have to be both. Yeah. because um, the, the good thing is it's very common in India. Um, it, it, it used to be a practice. Um, probably even now I don't know but it used to be a practice overseas in uh, many years ago. It's very uh, common to have companies which are just book distributors. They don't publish, mm. they, 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 they don't know content, they don't create content. They are just the, they are the network. Right. And there are the publishers. So it's very common for the one to rely on the other. So you don't have to reinvent the distribution network. You can always rely on an existing uh, player to do that for you. Uh, Obviously it's into the margin, but then I think it's necessary. Uh, And online is definitely important because um, uh, uh, yes, if in the long run, if um, a distribution network is um, getting more painful, and if, if, you, if you want to do it in a small scale, you want to start off small and then uh, you know, uh, take it big slowly, I think it would be a good idea to start online for the first year or so. And then as you build volumes, try to build a uh, distribution network.
1: Hmm. So you, you've put a bit of thought into this, haven't you? Oh,
3: yes. <laughs> yeah, because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> <True>. <laughs> have, you, have you gone as far as having a discussion if you want?
3: Yes, and in fact, she uh, she wanted me to do both.
4: Okay.
3: I, I just I just couldn't couldn't uh, do it because if my startup failed, yeah, I wanted to be sure I put everything into it.
4: Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. want
3: to have that doubt that did I not do do my hundred percent for my startup? Was yeah. I di- distracted with the other business, etc.? Mm-hmm. So that's the reason I didn't do it. But otherwise, she was keen.
1: Yeah, oh, that, that's good, and um. I I, I know for a fact that your wife is quite um, uh, what would be the supportive of your uh, addiction. Um, Has she finished your little diorama yet? Ah, uh,
3: Finishing touches. So phase one is what I showed you the picture of. It has gone to phase two. Phase three is not yet done. So the phase three was adding a few more figurines and uh, making um, the, uh, the, the little pieces of the, of the, uh, Diorama dust proof by some mechanism, maybe a glass case or some kind of a coating. I don't know. So that part is still, still pending.
1: So, so tell, so for those who haven't, you know, don't know what like you're talking me, about, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let <alone> anyone
2: else <laughs> listening to the podcast,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember that, you know, a lot of these conversations and the past conversations that me and have had. So, um, So tell us a little bit about this diorama that your wife has done for you. It's it's been about a two year project from memory, I think.
3: Yeah, it it, it was a project of about uh, four to six months of work and there was a long gap between she uh, went back to it. So there was this hobby she was pursuing um, on trying to do miniature gardens um, or fairy gardens or what you call it. So she was doing that and then uh, as a hobby, and then she decided to give me a small uh, deep wood scene. So oh. a lot of rough, uh, wild jungle, a few animals, the skull cave, phantom and hero and few other characters. Yet, uh, I mean, somewhat work in progress. So she made this about uh, a feet and a half by one feet and one feet, maybe two by one feet. It's a nice, it's a nice wooden plank, uh, heavy thing quite, it looks quite rough and like a true jungle. So she made this and gifted me, and then she got busy because she got orders. She got paid orders from uh, from,
2: uh, from <laughs> other people. <laughs> I and she, <laughs> Yes,
3: exactly. And she neglected my project. And then she, <laughs> <That's> terrible.
1: <laughs> um, oh, that's that's classic. So, what are you using for the and figurines? Are you buying those little UK um, unicorn figurines, or is she making them?
3: the the phantom ones uh the, the phantom the current phantom, which is i mean a lot of uh, uh improvement to be done there she made it uh animals oh, wow. we just, animals we are just uh using um uh, f- from you know, miniature pieces that came uh, here and there uh, with toys etc and uh uh my next priority for her, which she's not completed is uh hopefully uh uh, Guran um figurine. So, oh you know what you, you could, could use. You could use the board game. You right? Could use the board game figurines. Oh uh, but, but I don't know the size. What what size are they? Uh, um,
2: did, I think they I were don't 35. think 35. They didn't get the fifty five mil ones, did we? We didn't Yeah, the so they're thirty five. Thirty five oh, millimeter high. Oh
3: that's perfect. That's perfect. Yes. Because um yeah about an inch and a half. So that yeah. that yeah. that's the scale of the human, the human can be in in what she has done. So yeah, that that's probably the right scale. They go about for themselves.
1: She's got no more excuses to get it finished oh.
2: now. <laughs> 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 well, she's got another twelve months while the board game comes out, or you know, eight to twelve months. So that's fine. But I, I'm just staggered that you've got a wife who's making you a Deep Woods diorama. That's um. That's every fan's dream, I suspect.
1: So. I reckon, you know what we <laughs> well should done. do? Well you done. Know we should, you know what we should do, Dan, <laughs> is we should actually like cut this little bit out and then um, just do a little sound bite so every guy can kind of like just like play it to their wife and say, <laughs> hey, listen to this. His wife is making him. Fans of diorama. <laughs> no, I, I quite like staying married to my wife. So that's.
4: All
3: right. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I'm going to tell her, uh, you know, the, the nice things you told uh, uh, in this in this conversation about her, so that you know to push her to finish the project.
2: <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a wonderful project, and and I'm sure all the fans would love to see a photo of it as it uh, comes mm. to fruition. So
1: yeah, definitely wonderful. yeah.
3: Yes, I I, th- I think that should do it. A lot of fans are waiting to see the final picture.
1: Yes, think so that, they can put their and, orders in.
3: Yeah, and that is the finishing.
1: <laughs> that's it. So you can so you can publish the comics, <laughs> and she can do phantom dioramas. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, comics much. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And uh just a little bit more about you. You've got a a young son. Um, He's about six, I think. Yes, Is yes. that correct? Yeah. Um, so has he um, got the collecting bug yet? Uh, collecting bug,
3: yes. Um, two, two good things. One not so. He uh, uh, has already started appreciating handling them with care.
4: Yes. Handling the comics good. with
3: care. Good. So he's come, he's come to that. Uh, he understands uh, comics have to be handled in a certain way. Uh, He understands new versus old and all that. He's also started to uh, build a little collections of of his own. Unfortunately, not Phantom yet. (laughs) So so Disney figurines, a collection of Disney figurines, a collection of uh, small toy cars. So he's got a set of different collections. He's using the word collections a lot, but not into Phantom yet.
4: He did try to draw draw me
3: a Phantom. Uh, He did try to draw me a small Phantom sketch uh a lot of work to do he he still has to learn uh, to draw the mm. phantom
1: so does your so wife th- blame you for that uh yes actually he, he it. <laughs> i say that because my wife does it as well
3: she <laughs> <laughs> actually said he's using the word collection a lot in his conversation and that's definitely you because of you
2: <laughs> so a question to both of you guys as as collectors who have younger children and, and i've Got younger children as well, um, older than yours, but not my much. Um, is there a danger? I think it's really important for my son as he builds a collection to read it all that you know and and pour over his comic books and and you know don't store them mint and read them once and put them away, which is what yeah. I do <laughs> and what I'm sure you guys do too. But you've got to it's it's a tricky balance, isn't it? To still. Yes. Let them, Play with the 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 gallery series cards as and um and mm. thumb thumb them to death and that sort of thing. It's you've still
1: got to let them play with it at, at this age, don't you? Well, yeah, because comics are meant to be read. Yeah, you know figurines are meant to be played with. Um, yeah, the you know look, it's a brilliant question. I've in my phantom room, my my oldest, she's. Four and a half turning five. Um and Swaroop's son's already started making comments about my daughter as well. So um I got my on, I got my eye on them. <laughs> That's interesting um, considering <laughs> this is the first time people have even spoke, let alone video So what have your kids been doing?
3: Oh no so far, <laughs> I think, I think on he,
2: was,
3: he was looking over my over my shoulders when I was looking at a picture that Jermaine sent. <laughs> he
1: seemed to have a little
3: crush on
4: uh,
1: oh, <laughs> but you you're right, and so for me, and I'm sure Swarup can tell us about his his son Abby comes in and she opens up a drawer, she takes a comic out, and she'll flick through it, and then she'll put the the comic the comic back in the slip and put it back. It's not in order, um which you know the the o c d of me gets a little bit upset at times, but you you you're right, you have to let them um enjoy that process mm. um uh you know my daughters started telling my wife no you can't come in into here it's it's mine and daddy's room um so yeah i, I think you have to have that that um yeah to allow allow your kids to well, well for me enjoy that the mean, process
2: for me that just means my son needs his own copy and i yeah. that way i don't freak out about him you know Poring over my version and dog-earing the because the, the, mm. he'll get halfway through a comic and fold the page in half so that he catches up with it tomorrow, and that's something. <laughs> he's not doing that with my books. <laughs> uh,
3: both, both very good points. I think uh, I, I do a mix of both. So I do, uh, I let him um, play with stuff. Um, I start off slow. Uh, you don't have to give him the. Give him the comic from nineteen from the nineteen fifties.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you can yeah, give yeah. him
3: the, the, the little more common ones, which you know if he messes up, you can still get a replacement. And occasionally, if I know that he's going to really like something, um, I and if it's not too expensive, I do buy two copies, one yeah. for the collection and one, yeah. one for him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So has
3: he seen Kid Phantom yet? Uh, no. Uh, he no. He did see uh, uh, Kid. Uh, in fact, I gifted him one the the issue number one because it had stickers also he has a big thing for stickers so he did uh, uh, go through that uh, he was not fluent at that time um, uh, reading by himself now he is so I think it's time yeah. to uh, you know get him to read it again and but, he, uh, he like yeah, unfortunately it's not continuing but
2: did yeah, he did he put the did he put this peel the stickers off and put them all over the house yes he did. Good, good stuff. I'm glad to hear they get used. It's not just us putting them in vacuum sealed bags.
3: <laughs> so in fact, I got three copies. Um, so Brilliant. I knew that he was going to open open the stickers of one for
1: sure. So I let him do that. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Now, another piece of merchandise that you didn't make mention of, which I would probably say is the most popular Phantom merchandise in India would be these. Oh yes. Now th- there's so, so again of, <laughs> for people listening, yes, <laughs> uh, yes. James think lolly yes. up
2: the the Phantom uh, lolly cigarettes, um, which, which I guess were the the fags or the fads that um, yes. Australians would remember, but in a, a in a red Phantom type character
1: labeled pack. Certainly, it says the mm. word Phantom. Um, so yeah. Sarah, do you want to explain to the listeners why the Phantom in this specific case is sporting a beard? And
3: uh, not really uh, a, 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 an eye mask, but looks more like a, like a, like, uh, sh- like shades, like goggles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sunglasses,
2: yeah.
3: yeah, sunglasses. So um, the story goes that uh, this, I remember them in the 80s and we used to buy them all the time during school. Probably they, are, they started even earlier. Probably they are, uh, or their origin was in the 70s. I'm not quite certain, but they are from that era, 70s, 80s. It is incredible that they still exist. They hmm. still manufacture these products. And I, the one which Jermaine has, uh, I probably shipped to him uh, 2016, maybe, two, three years ago. And I just bought a fresh pack uh, from the supplier and, and sent him a box.
1: So And you tried them as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, for
3: for nostalgia sake. So they were immensely popular. They're even now popular. You post a picture on social media for the Indian crowd. Everyone gets nostalgic. The original packaging had a more realistic picture of the phantom. Mm. That's what uh, the the story goes that uh, they had some trouble or maybe a warning um, uh, about using the phantom image without license and then they uh, cleverly use the name but they changed the appearance from the mask to something like the glasses and added a beard to make him look in fact even the head the cowl uh, it yeah. looks more like a more like a yeah. bicycle helmet
2: yeah oh, sorry
3: mot- motorcycle helmet right yeah, so it does they made some variations but they still call it the phantom mm. uh, it's a it's a uh, company based out of pune they still manufacture very very i don't know how they i, I don't see them in the stores but they are still selling.
4: <laughs>
3: Incredible. Anybody wants it? Uh, uh, they, they, they do ship. They can,
1: I you know, I can share the details. I think you can actually buy them from um, Amazon. Yes. Because I, really. I, I had a I had a pack and then uh, one of the friends, so I've got the box as I showed you. And then one of my friends, a couple of my friends like were keen. So I gave them... I actually opened the packet, and I've given them like you know a couple of boxes and stuff like that. And then a couple of them found them on uh, Amazon and brought and started buying them from there. Um, so, so Dan, a question for you: As so, what what what's something interesting that you have learned, or if you've got a follow-up question, or something that Swaroop has um, has talked about tonight?
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I've learned a lot of interesting stuff. I hope you're not starting to wrap us up. Um, the, (laughs) I I was going to ask about your, your take on the Choloman film. We've touched on it a couple of times. Hmm. Haven't uh, actually discussed it. Um, what did you, our review is, um, available as a podcast. We did a, um, a, um, a fan's commentary through the film that people can listen to while they're watching or whatever. But, um, what, from an Indian perspective, uh, from your perspective, I don't ask you to speak on the behalf of nearly a billion people, but, um, what, um, what, what was your take on the film?
3: Oh, I loved it. I absolutely love it. I think I've watched it, uh, three times or maybe four times. And, um, I think it's not doing, it's doing quite well for a, for a low budget, um, almost students probably uh, just uh, new grads uh, making the movie uh, very low budget under $1000 so they have hit I think what close to fifteen, twenty thousand 20000 views now mm. it's not bad but I think I think um, it, it's going to end up being one of those cult movies which didn't do well at the time but eventually became a cult movie for a lot of uh, characters yeah. and, and, and fans it's I, I my gut feel says it's going to be Uh, It's going to end up like that Uh, also uh, more um, conversations like this about uh, that movie and more more social media needs to happen. I hope they have a little more budget in their sequel, which they plan to make. um, And if they can do a little bit of social media, uh, uh, much more social media, etc. Right now, there may be a problem with the creds that, okay, who are these guys making a movie may not be very uh, professional. Uh, I know a lot of fans who haven't really watched the whole thing in spite of me uh, sharing the movie with them. They say, okay, I'll get to it someday.
4: Mm. But
3: I think if there was a little more cred about these guys and the review of their, uh, their work, I think more people will watch it.
4: Mm. I think mm. it's
3: incredible. In fact, my favorite thing about the movie is the, uh, is the music, the way they have integrated yeah. the music is fantastic. It's really pro grade, you know, pro level.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very good score. Mm. Mm.
3: And I, I read this uh, CC article on the part two. They seem to have. Uh, uh, they seem to be aware of uh, the couple of negatives that the fans pointed out, and they're working on improving that in the sequel. So again, all good. I mm. you know. Hope it comes soon.
2: Mm, absolutely. Think. I think at different times um, throughout the last hour or so, I've have had different ideas pop up. Going, oh, I must I must remember to come back to that. Choloman was certainly one. Um,
1: so. What about some of the artists with Indra Um and even with like I know Dan made mention that oh wow these are quite nice covers and and they're very colourful. Like there was I think for the first twenty or thirty Indra covers they were painted, like I guess what you know they would have seen with um, uh, Gold Key and stuff like that. Do. So, are, 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 yeah, like George Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Are, are those covers around in original art? Um, you know, is much information known about these these artists, or you know anything about those? Uh,
3: reasonable information is known now, uh, thanks to people yep. researching them. Uh, okay, so here are a few facts uh, that we know uh, from credible uh, sources. Um, the art has not been preserved, unfortunately. Um, not not the cover art, not the inside art of the other non-Phantom Indian original characters either. So that's the first thing. And I have spoken to two of the creators, one one creator himself and one, both, both creators in fact, um, artists and um, uh, contributors to the stories. And they have made it very clear. They have not been given any of those art back. And uh, according to their info, uh, they have not been preserved either. By the publisher, by Times of India.
1: So, are uh, these are these the creators of? Just sorry, just to clarify that, are they creators of the other stories of that appeared in Indraja, like uh, Buddha and and stuff like that? Both,
3: both. So, uh, for example, uh, one of the artists for Bahadur um, is uh, Pramod uh, Brahmania, who is the son of Govind Brahmania, who did um, the covers of the early Phantoms. Oh wow! And I spoke to him. I've exchanged emails with him, and um, uh, he he was he was saying the same. He he would have loved to have a few left um, of those uh, arts of that era. He doesn't have, and he's quite certain uh, they they were not preserved. In fact, I tried. Um, I have a little network with with uh, the Times of India group. Uh, I have tried with employees of that uh, company. They were able to occasionally find a few back issues left behind but there was no, no trace of uh, no information of any kind of art left. Mm. So uh, uh, that is one of the reason I think uh, art collection is behind in India. In fact, it's probably behind merchandise also. And you, what you said about uh, letting young people, uh, you know, learn and play with uh, comics and comic related things is the reason the primary reason is um, a lot of Indians have this thing that comic is, is to be read. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, Other things don't matter. In fact, uh, culturally, there are a few collectors I know who collect only from the investment point of view. They're not really active readers, but they collect for the investment angle of it. Mm -hmm. Hoping uh, the money, uh, it will rise in value. Uh, Those guys are frowned upon in uh, collecting for investment, collecting comics for investment is quite frowned upon. Mm
4: -hmm. Uh,
3: That's the thing. You know, I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's the thing majority of the people think. Uh, Slapping a comic book is frowned upon or to a certain extent, not be frowned upon, at least it's, people find it weird. In fact, some of them go to the extent of questioning, why do you want to collect things which you are unable to read? Why do you want to collect in languages which you can't read? (laughs) So, uh,
2: you know, I I have said that (laughs) myself. Not
3: that that we have, uh, you know, uh, 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 Jermaine has to explain to anybody, but the point is, uh, it's a valid question from their point of view. And that's, that's the thing. That has been in the past, (laughs) it is slowly changing. People are uh, willing to spend on merchandise. I think one of the big things that contributed to uh, two or three things, maybe. But one of the big things is uh, Comic-Con. Comic-Con India, India is under 10 years old. It just started in 2011.
4: So
3: uh, so it's, it's a new industry in India. And when guest artists started visiting Comic-Con, people started getting those sketches, right? And it slowly started becoming a thing. And then a few artists started taking commission requests, which was also not a thing in the past and people started paying them and buying and that again became a thing. And I know of one, I think I mentioned to you earlier, one Indrajal colorist who's now uh, recreating Indrajal covers and some other covers for the fans. And he's got a steady stream of work from a lot of Indian collectors. Um, quite Quite a few of them phantom covers and phantom scenes. Uh, so that is happening, and lastly, I have evidence. I have data that a lot of Indian collectors are uh, placing commission orders uh, overseas, especially with Sai.
2: Hmm. Uh, so, so you think a lot of um, a lot of Sai's work at the moment, Sai Barry's commission work at the moment, is heading to the subcontinent?
3: Yes. I am. Yes. Mm. Yes. Definitely. I know because, like I said, I have done payments on behalf of a few people because they don't use <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> and I, ha- I know because some people uh, consulted me on, you know, how best to reach, reach them or how best to reach David. Yeah. and Then they said, thank you later. The deal is done. I'm waiting for my art. So I know at least four or five people myself, and I know more activity happening online. So definitely that's an interest area. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. And yeah. I've yeah.
3: seen a few other people demonstrating, uh, sorry, showing yeah. off their, 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 their final product on, on WhatsApp. And, right. Uh,
2: yeah. And, and, um, and is Sybarry a particular favourite amongst the Indian fans. I mean, he certainly is in the Australian fans. Um, yeah. People, lots of people, regard him as the Phantom artist. Um, that that's the the case in India.
3: Easily, yes, easily the favourite Phantom artist. He's considered the definitive Phantom artist. Yes. Uh, at least uh, the Indian collectors believe that. And there are a few collectors who explicitly go to the extent of saying, "I'm not really a Moore fan. The uh, you know the art is less primitive." In the Sai Barry era, it's more detailed. Yes, of course, you can argue that you know he had he had assistance, and the art evolved over the years. Each one has a different style, but I think in India, Sai Barry is the favorite.
2: And, and yourself, person, yes. yeah.
3: I, I think uh, Sai Barry is my favorite um, until I got exposed to um, uh, other newer, younger uh, uh, artists or, or later, not younger later artists overseas. Uh, I have a few favorites uh, for the for the cover. But for the story art, I think Phantom, uh, sorry, uh, Sybarry is for Mm. me second only to Don Newton.
2: And have you had any luck in picking up um, original Cyberry stuff yourself?
3: Oh, yes. I I actually had it (laughs) here.
2: Here in my left hand.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So this is uh, one of the pieces I have. What's cool about this is that uh, the first panel was made into a
2: a a panel from the Swamp Pirates. Yes. Yep.
3: Uh, No, I think it's the snake goddess, isn't it? The the story is the snake goddess, I believe.
2: Okay. Yes, I'm sure you're right.
3: (laughs) So uh, uh, there is a uh, comic in, uh, uh, there's a Rani comic in Tamil language, which is used that panel as the cover. Right. So I have the comic as well. So it goes well together. So it's one of my um, uh, early art pieces, probably my third piece of art I purchased. And this one just because it's there. I'm showing you that as well. Yes. One of my favorites Fred Fredericks mm. featuring both the Phantom and Mandrick. I collect both. So yeah. it's, a, it's a special piece for me. Yeah. yeah. So easy, easy uh, uh, size, the favorite and lot of commissions. Um, for some reason, people prefer the commissions personalized to them signed. Thank you. So and so more than buying a, uh, a published piece of art. Um, I know some of the those collectors p- prefer the published piece of art, uh, original art, which actually came in a Sunday or a daily. I i am leaning, I lean towards the, uh, the uh, a daily or a Sunday uh, more than a, a custom commission, but most of Indian collectors are leaning towards a very custom commission. Mm. They mm. are giving requirements of, I want a hero and uh, you know, skull cave and this and this and this. And so agreeing on a price and making a deal.
1: Yes. Yeah. So do you think, one of the reasons why a lot of it, yourself and a lot of your other fellow Indian collectors is because Indrajit mainly produced the stories of Siberia.
3: Uh Yes, I think. And did uh, they ever do any raymore stories? They did. They did. Uh, no, I, I don't think they did any raymore They definitely did McCoy. Yeah. Uh, the early ones, number eight, number six, I know some of those uh, were definitely McCoy stories. Uh, Moor, I have to check back. I don't think there's a Moore story in Israel.
1: Yeah, I don't think there is. Yeah. So do you think that that, that helps why cyber is so popular in India?
3: Yes. I think their introduction, uh, their, the bulk of their uh, comics and the introduction to their uh, uh, to Phantom was Saibari stories prominently. So I think that's a big reason. Yes. Mm. And all the other reasons why uh, people from other countries like him, those hold as well for Indian collectors. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, of course. The, he, he is a I good mean, artist.
3: Yeah people, people, <laughs> yeah, people go on to describe his art as he draws the most handsome phantom. He draws the most uh, uh, prettiest Diana and they do all those reasoning as well. And uh, plus the details and all those, all those things.
1: mm. mm. So you've said that you also collect art as well, and you've just showed us a couple of your pieces. Um, what, what is it about art that um, that appeals to you? Uh,
3: f- my first piece of art was pure um, accident. I was getting a piece of. Uh, uh, I, I was getting a. Uh, my first piece of art was uh, Wilson McCoy Sunday, uh, full Sunday. Uh, uh, one of those three panel Sundays, the later ones. I think the earlier ones were. Uh, uh, two, two strips, uh, and the later ones were three panels I think um, so it's a piece from 1959 and I got it uh, at a very good price it was a very good looking piece of art at, uh, with seven or eight phantom appearances at a very very very, very good price and that is the, these, these were the only reasons I actually ended up buying I'll be honest with you I didn't have a clue how big they are when the bloody thing landed in my house when i opened it up i realized damn it's it's big and beautiful
0: yeah. i started really
3: i started realizing art the original piece of art is so incredibly beautiful and that's how i i started picking up more and more and then i think i tried to have rather than going for multiple pieces of the same artist i decided uh, also to conserve funds i i decided to have to try and have one piece by one artist it's a project probably that will never finish but i think I'm trying to collect at least one piece of art by every phantom artist.
1: Mm. Yep. So what would be your, so you just showed us two. Do you have any other original pieces of art, whether it's a commission, a sketch cover or original, do you have like another piece that, that um, the top of your, top of your head that would, you know, is worth mentioning?
3: Oh yes. I think um uh, the, the phantom and cover by Ghost, Rolf Goose.
4: Yep.
3: I don't know how you how, how pronounce his last name. Uh, is, is it Ghost or is it Goss?
4: Don't
2: ask Jermaine.
3: <laughs> 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 yes. So I think um, that's the beauty. I, I just fell in love. And that is when I first appreciated buying a piece of art that you like, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter how popular the story was or how, mm. uh, you know, sought after that piece may be later and buy something that really clicks with you. And yes. that was one piece, which just, you know, I just loved it.
2: And, and uh, I, yeah.
3: so that's a favorite. Um, and uh, a Sunday by Fred Fredericks is also a favorite, a Phantom Sunday, because uh, first of all, he didn't do m- too many phantoms. Second of all, I also collect Mandrake. So Fred is uh, important for me. And thirdly, I have the matching script uh, of the same yeah. Sunday. So, Overall, I love that piece.
2: So do you have a, um, sorry, do you have a grail piece? What's, what's the big thing that's sort of on the horizon, your, your Moby Dick, your white whale, what what are you, what are you chasing?
3: Oh, a Newton piece, Don Newton piece. Um, I know it's going to be an expensive piece, but someday I'll have to get it, get, get, get one. I know I'll probably never get a, uh, never get a remove and they're going too expensive now. Hmm. I'm okay with that. I would rather, if I had to yeah. choose one, I, I, I would go with a, a Newton um, original. Preferably a cover, if not. if not,
1: um, You know what? I, I could probably yeah. answer that question for you the, the Grail piece. There will be, so that will probably be your top one. And then the other one would be a South African comic, and then yes. the Arabic Indra Jail comic as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know what,
1: and they, i think the basically the is more as well <laughs> right
3: <laughs> so I, I i was lucky one of my uh, it's very really hard to choose your favorite color uh, cover right but then um, if i had a done on my head and i had to choose one mm. this would be my favorite i don't know why i can't explain much it's a minimalistic piece and it, probably it's because it's the, the human anatomy of
2: um, charlton yeah, charlton
3: yeah 67 67, 67, yeah. And it's, it's a, uh, the baby. I like it because of the uh, human anatomy is so great. Mm. Absolutely great. Um, you know, it looks mm. almost like a photograph and mm. the minimalistic use of the spaces, the unique light blue and brown color. It's, I like it, um, uh, a lot and it's Don Newton. And I got the, I found the piece signed. So, oh yeah. So that was,
2: the, uh, For people listening, That the Don Newton signature is on the inside, page one. Yep. Yeah. So He's told until, me this story about
1: five times. Well, i <laughs> the hearing it. So. Yes.
3: And until, until I find the art, uh, this will have to do. <laughs>
2: That's
1: a, it's not a bad substitute, really.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> you, you got all of his stories... All yeah, the, of the Charlton set. ones uh, signed, didn't you? Yeah, all 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 seven uh,
3: pieces of work uh, mm. that Don did for, for the Phantom published um, in uh, in Charlton. The whole set came signed.
1: Oh, wow! Yeah. And for those wondering, don't bother asking if you will uh, trade with you because the answer is no, I've already tried.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, surely,
1: surely one of the uh, upcoming
2: um, icon figurines of the phantom holding back <laughs> devil or jumping in with devil in the brown, the New Zealand brown, um, that's got to be appealing.
3: <laughs> Sorry, uh, so- I, I, I missed
2: the, the the new icon statue that's coming out later this year with uh, yeah. the Phantom and Devil, uh, one of the variant colors is in the New Zealand brown that you've said is your favorite uh, phantom color. So perhaps if we pick up one of those and send it over to you, we could get ourselves a Don Newton signed comic.
3: <laughs> you will have to find something that I cannot buy online. <laughs>
4: okay <laughs> so, hey. the,
3: so the icon one probably i'll end up uh, figuring out a uh, way to buy online
4: but i'm sure i'm sure uh,
3: you know you will find two copies of uh, maybe the south african comic at 20, at 20, bu- 20 bucks a piece and you'll hold hold me uh,
4: no,
2: no, no, uh, i just wish i'd love to be able to in this conversation hold up two copies of the south african comic and show two of the people in the world who most want
1: uh, that comic. marketing like, <laughs> oh, power would go through. That. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, for I, I guess one of the other things which we've kind of hinted at, one of the other things that you do collect is comics from around the world, and you've got a very similar, I guess, passion or or addiction, as what I do, is where you want one from every country from around the world. So I think that was actually one of the um, things that actually drew us together with the friendship yes. that we do have was, yes. you know, we, we helped each other out. You know, you helped me find some of the languages from Indra-Jal and um and then, you know, I've probably helped you out with, I don't know, at least, at least a third of the, all the different countries from around the world and yeah. stuff like that as well. So Absolutely. which are the ones that you're missing?
3: Uh, I'm missing the, I think the expensive ones PNG, <laughs> PNG South Africa, um, Singapore, I think South Africa and Singapore are my top two because they are in English. Yeah. Um, uh, and the others also Iran is going to be incredibly hard. I know, there's only one copy known at least now. Um, had I known about the existence of uh, Iranian comics, I could have Found ways because I had a um, in my previous job. I had enough colleagues traveling to Iran, and yeah. uh, and they were living there for six months, three months, six months. So it would have been, I mean, I could have had friends looking out for me uh, in the local shops. Now it's going to be even, even harder to find something from there. I, I'm missing six out of forty-seven. So basically, I'm at forty-one out of forty-seven,
2: missing six.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And Angola, got, uh, got three to go. I think, Jermaine. Only I one, got one right. left.
1: That's Just one South African. Yeah. That's the South African. That's the only one I'm missing. And um, just so I can kind of rub it in a little bit because you just rubbed in some of your collection. There's <laughs> the Iranian <laughs> comments, buddy.
4: And, and, and
3: it's, a, it's, it's a lovely cover as well.
2: <laughs> it it's, a, it's a very nice cover. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Brilliant.
3: Um, is, that a, is that a small Tintin?
1: Uh, no, no, no. It's a little bear in the top corner. Okay, okay.
3: <laughs> it, it, would, it would have been even more. Uh, it, oh. it, would have, it would have been a real piece for me.
1: Swaroop's eyes just doubled the size, of this <laughs> <laughs> and there's the uh, and there's the PNG comic. Yes. Now,
3: yes, need that one as so The 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 heartening thing about the whole South African the hunt for the South African comic is now we know that a yeah. second collector has found it.
1: Yeah, has found and, and one. That's good so, news,
3: and he didn't yeah. pay. He didn't pay through, this, through his nose, so it's a, it's a good sign, you know. He
1: might have not paid through his nose, but he has rubbed it in our nose. Yes, <laughs> yes.
4: a lot of times, yes.
1: <laughs> um, now, another story that uh, we did share recently on our website was the story about how you and I both picked up the Fijian comic. Yes. Um, I, I guess one of the things that that I love about the Phantom um, is that the ability to be able to create friendships from around the world. Um, you know, like you and I have got a friendship and then, you know, uh, because of our friendship and because of our friendship with another collective, we were both able to get a, a Fijian comic. Did you just want to tell us a little bit about your, your relationship with uh, Les Gray, who who sadly passed away just recently?
3: Oh yes. Incredible man. I think it's fitting that, um, uh, uh, we mention him um, as, as a little tribute at least. Uh, he was the first um, overseas friend I made, uh, phantom friend made. In fact, any comic friend I made outside India, he was the first person. Uh, and I think um, I completely agree with what uh, Jermaine said about one of the most important things about collecting, one of the loveliest thing about collecting is making friends um, you know, around the world. I think I said something similar uh, in my tribute to Les in that um, article that cc made uh, on on less so uh, he was just incredible when it comes to tracking what others are after he mm. was always telling stories of i am helping this guy ma- build his new zealand collection i am helping that guy complete his true below 100 and i know many guys who are close or finish their through or the new zealand uh, credit him in 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 the mm. last mile the the hardest part of uh, you know, yeah. completing their collection, he had an incredible knack, and he built, he rebuilt his after selling most of his collection 2018, he again got got the addiction. And he picked up he started with New Zealand. And in three months or four months, he got 546 out of the 556 comics, that incredible is his network and his able. So he had this ability to track what friends want. And somewhere long ago, years ago, I had told told him I'm after these countries and uh, Fiji was one of them. And he didn't, I don't remember him replying to that mail, like saying, okay, I, I can help you in these. He didn't say anything. I just put it out there for him to know about it. German might have done that. I don't yeah. know when. And out of the blue, one day he decides to sell. He just... Uh, uh, Sends a mail uh, to both of us uh, that you know uh, i you are getting one each and I'm putting the third one in um, uh, on on eBay.
4: And he was and so before, generous.
3: Yes, absolutely. Even before I woke up uh, mm. and saw his email, um, India time uh, we have we are a few hours behind you, and on the eBay one was already at two hundred dollars and I had not even confirmed the deal. I had not yeah. even said yes. And he just refused to switch to to move prices beyond what he had quoted. It was it was mm. finally the the comic I remember sold at more than four four hundred AUD uh, on eBay, and he charged us less than twenty five percent of that of, oh, of
1: yeah. what he got. Yeah.
3: Uh, what he got on incredible. And,
1: uh, and yeah, tried, you're exactly I mean, both
3: right. of us tried. Both of yeah. us tried telling him that he should charge more. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, we were like, no, 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 we'll pay you more. We'll pay you more. And he's like, no, 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 this is. This is what I said. Um, one one of our one of our mutual friends uh, that uh, Dan knows as well talks about Les as being kissed by the Phantom Fairy. <laughs> and he was. He just he just had this had this, you know, you had that, that saying about someone falls into a lake or something and and as they fall in they pick up a fish with a gold coin in it or something. That was Les. He would fall into something come out with the phantom comic as well as the fish and the gold coin to be able to pay for more phantom comics he's just he just yeah he was yeah he was kissed by that fan fairy and he shared that uh that gift i guess you could call it with a lot of other fans as well so um yeah. excellent point yes
3: yeah
1: i just want to uh, yeah as recent
3: as 2018 um the end of 2018 no why uh i think even jan of 2019 i remember him um trying, um, helping a friend uh, in the sub 25 numbers of the New Zealand uh, comic. So well, yeah. yeah, he had entered Mac and he was a good point about what Germany.
1: Jimmy- well, sorry about that fans, but uh, unfortunately we were cut off with uh, Swaroop towards the end of our chat. But um, uh, so it's a perfect opportunity to wind up the podcast. Um, Dan, what did you think about uh, spending an hour or so with us, Swaroop uh, from the subcontinent in India?
2: It was, um, it was pretty fascinating, I thought, just to, to hear a perspective that, um, like if I'm going to be blunt from Australian fans, a lot of people have their, their prejudices about Indian fans and the way they interact on Facebook and in the various groups because of the broken English and that sort of thing. But to actually do a deep dive and, and um, hear in depth from um, Swaroop, um, the passion of the Indian fans is just incredible.
1: Yeah, that that's a brilliant word, the passion. Um, and, you know, uh, as you would have heard in the podcast, I've been dealing with... I probably talk to him every day on the podcast, you know, on, on instant chat and stuff like that. Um, you know, we talk about a lot of things and, and stuff like that, but it generally comes to the Phantom cricket and a couple of other things. Um, but, no, it was good chatting with him. I learnt a lot. Um, in talking to him tonight, um, and I'm sure yourself and a lot of our other listeners do as well. And you're right, the passion. Uh, could you go as, as far as saying there is? I reckon they're as passionate as Australian fans for the Phantom.
2: Oh, in some ways, more. In in many ways, more. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I, the, um, the interactions I've had with fan uh, with Indian fans online, uh, they outpassion me, and I've got it, and, and I'm half a podcast, you know.
4: So, <laughs> so <laughs> yes, so,
2: so they're they're out there. They they may not. Um, uh, I also listened to a Brett Lee podcast not too long ago. Where he talked about um, he loves India and he loves going over to India, and he talked about the way that. Um, Indian culture is just different and I think Australian fans don't necessarily understand the way that Indians um, interact with us online just because they've got vastly different life experiences and a vastly different way that they come at uh, conversations and all the rest of it. So um, don't underestimate the cultural divide and I'm just really pleased that in, in a very small way we've been able to try and broach that cultural divide uh, with the chat to Swaroop.
1: Mm, yeah, no, it was great. So a huge shout-out to Swaroop for your time mm. um, uh, and, and stuff like that. We really enjoyed it. So if you are a new listener to us and you've come on board because of Swaroop, let's be honest, he has a cult following as a collector in India. Yeah. He might be slightly embarrassed about that, but you know <laughs> the amount of contacts he tells me that he's got and stuff like that, he is a connected man. Oh, our, our
2: listening stats are just about to go ballistic on the subcontinent, I'm
4: sure.
1: <laughs> yes, no, I'm, so I'm
2: serious. I, I reckon we will.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so if you're new to who we are and you want to learn a little bit about us, the best way of doing that is via our website, which is Uh If you want to email us, the best way of doing that is ChronicleChamber at gmail.com. Um, now, uh, if you're... A, If you prefer social media, uh, which a lot of people do, you can find us on Facebook, which is chroniclechamber.com. And then we're also um, uh, admins of one of our sister sites, which is Phantom Collector, which is where people share stuff about their collection and stuff like that. Uh, If you prefer Twitter, uh, you can find us with the handle at chronicle underscore tweet. Or if you are an Instagram user, uh, you can find us with the handle at Chronicle Chamber. Now, um, all of this, everything we do, uh, is basically because of our Patreon uh, supporters. So, for those who don't know, Patreon is a site that enables people, the average person, to be able to give a dollar. whatever they can afford a week or a month. And basically it helps us pay for the bill. So it's not coming out of our wife's bank account. (laughs) Um, So for instance, (laughs) uh, for instance, it pays for things like uh, the domain name, the hosting, the hosting for the website, the hosting for uh, the podcast (laughs) and everything else we do. Um, Also, and as a reward for our loyal Patreon uh, subscribers, which Swarup is actually A Patreon as well, so yes. we Thank him for that uh, We have a preservation project Which is a huge Depository, I guess is a good way Of, doing, of describing it Of phantom information Phantom history, articles uh, Comics uh, Stuff that hasn't been Published Anything you can imagine that is Phantom history uh, it is in there. The contents page is like twenty pages long, and I'm not joking. Either. Um, so a huge shout out to all our patreons for that. This is the first time you've listened to us on uh, the podcast. If you are an Apple user, uh, you can find us on iTunes, or if you're an Android user, you can find us on Podbean, Player FM. Uh, Car spots, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and they're also on Spotify as well. So, again, a huge shout out to Swaroot. A huge shout out to our listeners for listening to us. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, we enjoyed recording it. We enjoyed the chat, and we will go back and listen to it as well. Um, until next time, Dan. Thank you for your time, as always. And from myself, happy phantoming.
2: Happy phantoming, mate. Thanks very much.
0: Five hundred years ago, he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck. And upon the skull of the man who killed his dad, he said, I'm mad, I must eradicate piracy, injustice, and cruelty. And all my sons will follow me, so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die. The Phantom, the ghost who walks. The Phantom, enemies beware. The phantom's always there But you won't find the phantom He finds